Hello, this is George Romero, and you're listening to Deep in the Horror of Texas. Time to settle in for another episode of Deep in the Horror of Texas with your hosts, Aaron, Jeff, and Ralph. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Hello, everybody. Once again, we are back with the Ramiro Dead series, part three. Uh, in this episode, we're going to be tackling Day of the Dead and Land of the Dead. Um, this is Jeff. This is Aaron. And this is Ralph. So, um, I guess we'll just do the old Allah, you know, going back into it, days, <laughs> centuries, <laughs> memories. <laughs> memories. Um, Ralph. Day of the Dead. <laughs> when was the first time you saw this film? Well, actually, this is the I, I watched it a couple of days ago for the first time because I never bothered with it. <laughs> so it was 2016. Yeah, 2016 is when I looked at this one, <laughs> and the the way that it the way that I got around to actually watching it is gun my internet head. went out. Gun to your head. Yeah, gun to my head. Internet went out. I had nothing else to do. Had the movie sitting there, so I decided just to go ahead and watch it. Um. I watched it. That's the best thing I could say about it. That's like the nicest thing you could say about it. Yeah. That, that, that is pretty nice. Yeah. Not really. No, I'm just saying nice nice thing you say about the movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That is definitely the nicest thing I could say about it. But, uh, yeah, that was the first time I've, I've actually seen the movie. I've seen the previous installments, but I just haven't seen this one. Gotcha. Okay. So, but that's me. Oh. What about you guys? <laughs> Very somberly, that's me. <laughs> that's, that, that was that's my story. I'm sticking to it. What about you? Um, I don't know. VHS days for me. You know, that was pretty much uh, the local video store. Um, I knew as part of the Romero saga. Uh, Savini returning to the film of Romero stuff uh, was definitely a, a a big thing to draw me back. So getting to watch that and seeing how ultra gore this one went uh, on a lot of scenes was really neat. And the uh, evolution of the uh, smurf zombie into mm-hmm. uh, almost full-on uh, prosthetic zombies and stuff like that it was pretty cool um some of this film felt rare, very 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 reminiscent of a uh, creep show uh, especially later scenes but we'll get into that but yeah uh it was very young and it was on vhs so yeah i, I have had many years to live with this do you remember what solstice it was? Winter solstice, maybe? <laughs> yes, it was under the uh, Harvest Moon era. Harvest Moon? Oh, nice. uh, on NES. <laughs> oh, oh, even better. <laughs> uh, that's a classic game. Even better. Yeah. What about you, Aaron? Uh, it was the end of the summer of 2003. Uh, it was late August. Um, I had made a wish list for a birthday then. And, uh, and I've heard good and mixed things about this movie. And usually my, uh, my answer for that is get other people to buy it for me instead of renting it. Was yeah. Amazon be- well, around back then? No, but Suncoast was still open. <laughs> Suncoast and uh, uh, Sam Goody and uh, Blockbusters were all still open. So uh, I, I put that in as a request because I wanted to start collecting all the Romero movies. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I'm not saying that they're a sucker. 
But uh, Travis bought me both <laughs> Dawn and Day of the Dead. Yeah, he's paying it forward. On, on, uh, on the Blu-ray, the Anchor Bay releases. Yeah. Uh, that came out, and uh, that's when I first saw it. Nice. And I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, that it was a, it was, it was, it was a, it was a bad gift. It was awesome. Uh, awesome that you got a twofer. Yeah, yeah, I got a twofer. Especially you got the die cut one, man. Yeah, I got that was, die cut. That was yep. a good special. Oh, yeah. uh, I think it was like the DV Max or some crap like that. At, but, at yeah. the time, this was the collector's edition where I had die cut. Ah. It had like the folding, like the folding, uh, uh, Velcro patch on the front. Yeah, and then you open it, you got like Romero's notes ah, around the inside. Okay. Nice. Uh, like super special back then that was awesome anything that came with like a little piece of paper inside that had other videos or notes or whatever mm-hmm. that was amazing I mean, do you remember when we didn't have still books it was literally like a tin can <laughs> <laughs> it was literally like a fucking tin can you're like oh the, yeah. t- the tin edition it was it's like, like a tin clamshell <laughs> like, yeah now it was cool if it opened up it was even cooler if it opened up from both sides because mm-hmm. it had two hinges on it because I had like a Jackie Chan DVD collection to open up from both sides and uh, you'd have like the first eight on one side no, okay. no, you just open it from the bottom or open it up from the top. It's got cool. a front door and a back door. It does. It's it was very easy. Like it was my, the Linnea like Quigley of uh, DVDs. <laughs> very no, Linnea Quigley. It was like Linnea Quigley of the DVDs. There you go. And he came with a headband too, which is awesome. Oh, lovely, a headband, a Jackie Chan headband. <laughs> like you'd wear it while you're watching Jackie Chan. Man, I'm getting kind of sweaty watching this. No, well, no, I, I wore it whenever we go out bowling, right? Like doing rock and bowl, I'd wear it <laughs> just to kind of freak people out. So, well, no, because I'll come up to the, I'll come up to like the bowl. I start tightening up the back of it, like you know, getting in the mood, like you know, <laughs> Kung, Street Fighter, like Kung Fury style, Street Fighter, Kung Fury style, and it had like this Asian symbol on the front, which I didn't know what it meant. It probably meant like Chicken Kung Pow or something. Awesome. Uh, I'd go up there and <laughs> throw hella gutter throw, balls. <laughs> throw throw a ball on the gutter. I'm like, ah, yeah. <laughs> and then they look at me funny. I go back and sit down. Yeah, you're like, fuck it. I'm done. <laughs> Word a few times. I don't know where it's at anymore. I wore it a few times. It's lost to the sands of time, like our memories. Oh, yeah. Just like this movie. Oh, God. So let's just go directly into it. I mean, what are some standout scenes for y'all for Day of the Dead? I mean, I know it's... The opening scene with the zombie. With with the the, the throat the, zombie. Oh, yeah, with the tongue hanging Yeah, the out. tongue hanging yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that was opening really scene. Cool. Yeah. That was... You can't get too much gorier than that, but just the, that's, that opening scene set the standard I, for special uh, effects. When I was watching the special features... Um, they spoke to that scene a little bit, how they had to dress it overnight and they shot the next day. Yeah. It was a big deal to get that, you know, that, that street dress mm-hmm. to look that way. And it was mm-hmm. like, it was awesome. But what was interesting is that they had a second, um, second unit director to shoot all these things for Romero. Yeah. Uh, the cameraman, the cinematographer for the second unit was uh, Spike Lee's cinematographer, Ernest Dickerson. 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 I think so. Dicker or Dickin? Dickerson. He's a dicker. It's uh, the, the guy who directed Demon Knight was the cinematographer oh, for Day of the Dead. That's uh, good. That, that, at least that opening scene. And I was like, wow, that's interesting. That kind of makes sense because Demon Knight has a lot of good visuals and good cinematography. Setups, yeah. Yeah, good setups and everything. Um, also, the cinematographer in Second Unit was also, um, I forget his name, but he was the cinematographer for Tom Savini's Night Dead remake. So it was just interesting. Again, yeah. Yeah, okay. Interesting setup. You have a lot of Second Unit uh, cinematographers kind of getting their start in Day of the Dead, working for Romero, and later they would go on to, like, I, I mean, Ernest went on to doing uh, uh, Tales from the Crypt, obviously, episodes, and then he did the Demon Knight film, and that's just, like, cool, you know? I mean, it's, like, kind of people kind of getting their grassroots on and shit like that's that. That's pretty cool. Someone's got to start somewhere, right? Hey, Might as well yeah. be with this movie. Hey, start James at the Gunn wrote uh, the remake for Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah there you go. True. Trauma, he, man. Yeah, that's Snyder took over for it, but, you yeah. know. 
Jim, that was James Gunn. Mm-hmm. And you know, when we were talking about that, it kind of sucks because we talked about the baby scene so much. It kind of sucks that, you know, fucking Gunn had like a, probably a big fucking deal with that baby scene like since he was yeah. writing the screenplay. And probably he did. Casting. And he answered a question about that recently on one of his Q&As. Awesome. He wanted to use a puppet for that thing, not the CG, not any of the other crap. And he didn't want to do – he wanted uh, – Practical. Pra- he wanted practical, but he also wanted the, 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 de- the dad – to be dead. Oh, wow. He wanted him out of the scene. He didn't want him in that scene. He wanted to have Herbie kind of quarantined off throughout the movie. And they kept, they pretty much kept overriding him with that scene because he thought they wanted to, he wanted to be a shocking scene, not the way it came out. His idea was completely different and they kind of overruled him. You've been watching Game of Thrones, right? Uh, I haven't caught up in season five. But you kind of, that kind of reminded me of like uh, the, uh, the ice people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the white the, the white walkers. walkers. It kind of looked like one of the White Walkers babies. Yeah, yeah, that's what kind of reminded me when you it see did. like the zombie baby and Dawn of the Dead remake. I was like, oh god, yeah. yeah, it just it came out really bad. But yeah, he, he went into a big spiel about it on one of his recent Q and As uh, about that because uh, I guess the anniversary had happened recently or something like that. Yeah, and so uh, he was defending it or just kind of like trying to draw. No, like, he was just being honest about what happened. Oh, cool. Like his like his original concept. What he wanted from that concept, and with the final, what we saw, because he says everybody hates that. That's the one thing a lot of people hate is okay. the baby whole. It's not Mackay Pfeiffer. Scene. Yeah, Mackay Pfeiffer. He wanted Mackay him Pfeiffer. dead from that. <laughs> he wanted oh, him well, dead. No, I meant it. It wasn't him that everybody hated, not the baby. It was him in the scene. Oh, okay. It was him in the scene. It seemed too fake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's because you have like the, the prosthetics and the yeah, yeah. zombies. You have everything to build up. Then you have that one CG kind of baby and mm-hmm. it just didn't fit it didn't fit at all kind of like the character miguel i love the scene when he gets the mega uh the you know the horn thing uh megaphone yeah. mm-hmm. mega horn jesus where the fuck am i at uh he gets the megaphone he does that hello is anybody there that scene is so iconic because i love how the guys in the chopper like just from the noise that Miguel's making, it they gather so much dead that the murmur of the dead, the moaning of the dead, mm-hmm. actually is overpowers the helicopter engines and like yeah. you know the blades. Yeah, yeah. and like, they're like, "Do you hear that?" Oh yeah. But I love the fucking Trinidad guy. He's like, "You hear that man? You hear the wind?" <laughs> it's like, God, it's like, <laughs> is that what he was supposed to be? Because his accent kept changing. Oh yeah, it was all over the place. I was I, at first I thought he was like from Trinidad. Obviously, like the islands or something, Rastafarian yeah. kind of stuff. But yeah, he was like. He was like French, and then he was Jamaican, and yeah. then he was multiple personalities. Yeah. Multiple yeah, yeah, personalities. There you go. There you go. He, he's Moon Knight. He's just <laughs> Moon Knight. Yeah. There you go. One, one, one of the things is Mark Spector. Other ones, Jake Lockley. One's mm-hmm. Konshu. Just different personalities. Yeah. Like the uh, what do they call it? Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was, gonna, I was gonna talk about James McAvoy in that fucking uh, new trailer for Split, the M Night Shyamalan. Oh yes, yes, yes. Have you seen that trailer? I no, I haven't seen the trailer yet. It looks good. It's like so psych- many trailers came out from San Diego. I, but this one, when it dropped, I was like curious because we had seen the visit, and I was like, "What is M Night Shyamalan doing?" And he literally mesh Split is basically Psycho meets Ten Cloverfield Lane with McAvoy, and I was just like. <gasps> Okay, that sounds interesting. It, it looks really cool. It sounds, it, really it sounds a little bit like Elevator, where they're confined to an area but like, with a group of people. But like these girls get kidnapped, and one second they're Elevator, a uh, devil. Yeah, devil. But this one's like, the, like this guy kidnaps these, you know, these three girls, and then one second they're looking out the window, and it's like, oh, there's a lady across there, and they open the door, and the, the lady's like, it'd be okay, girls, you know, like that. But it's McAvoy as a woman. 
Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh shit, like he's got 23 different split personalities and he's trying to keep Oh, voice. that's what that was. Yeah. I keep seeing tags of 23 personalities, 23 mm-hmm. this, like identity or, okay. Yeah, like identity. He's like Dr. Okay. Pepper, 23 different flavors. There you go. I thought it was Dr. Pepper 10. No, 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 no. That's 10 calories. That's 10 calories. <laughs> 20, 23 flavors 20 added flavors. to it. You know, what, you know what the 4210, no, 1024 10, 10, on Dr. Pepper means? Not a clue. That's when you're supposed to drink a Dr. Pepper. 10 a.m., 2 p.m., 4 p.m. Huh. During the work day. Doctor's orders? That's what it says in the bottle. From Dr. Pepper. From Dr. His Pepper. Orders? Doctor's okay. orders. Nate, you listening? I, I had to research that because we got the light because we were looking to get the license for Dr. Pepper at work. Awesome. Oh, nice. So I had to research everything. And there you oh, go. No. Thank you, Aaron. More useless facts. <laughs> um all right, so getting back to the helicopter scene. He was probably drinking a Dr. Pepper too. Yeah, they probably were. Mixing a Dr. Pepper with Irish whiskey. And that little that flask. That's delicious. Oh man. Call it the Irish Doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Which is now uh, Peter Capaldi from Doctor Who. Yep. Still haven't watched that show either. I haven't either. So I, I'm lost on that reference. <laughs> I know who it is, but I so so is it. Tardis plural or is it not plural? Not plural. I like how we that, keep that, sidetracking. Then how do you how, how do you pluralize Tardis? There there would never be like two Tardises. They can't happen. No, that'd be retardis. Retardis. <laughs> <laughs> is it Tardi or Tardy? Tardy, Tardy. <laughs> I think we're speculating. <laughs> you can see how fun Day of the Dead was for most of us. Um, I mean, were, were y'all impressed at all when we got into a bunker sequence with this kind of zombie era? I mean, Romero really had high hopes to do something above ground and below ground if you read the original script. But with this, you kind of just arrived immediately to a military uh, establishment, and mm-hmm. you're just kind of like... Yeah, it's a fourteen-mile tomb zone. It's not a tomb zone. It's not a tomb zone. It's a tombstone. Tombstone. <laughs> yeah, nah. It's this movie. Yeah, like I did. I did some. <laughs> I did some reading breath. on it. On, I did some reading on the movie itself, and it did seem as though there was supposed to be more to this movie. There was supposed to be a, above and underground, but unfortunately, like ninety-eight percent of it was underground, and it. Sucked. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, I was we were talking, and it was like Night Riders came out before this, I think. Yeah, and it was such a a budget gamble. They put money into it, hoping it'd be something. You know, you had uh, you had Ed O'Neill, not Ed O'Neill, Ed Al Harris. Bundy. No, <laughs> I'm watching that. If he's in it, I'll watch that. Uh, Ed Harris. I, I'm probably the uh, only person in the world who owns the movie Dutch because he's in it. No, no, no. I watched Dutch. It was, it's on Netflix right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a never mind. What does he say? I have a, I don't have a ma. I have a mother. Um, Ed Harris from The Abyss comes out in uh, oh, Night Riders. But uh, yeah, Night Riders was a kind of a theatrical failure, so they lost a lot of the budget that they were going to have if Night Riders had showed promise for Day of the Dead. Mm-hmm. So they had the budget; they would have went full blown, you know, kind of what Romero had kind of written out for Day of the Dead. But since they had to restrict the budget, they decided to do everything in that underground cavern, which was. I mean, to me, it still works. It's a stand-up good film. <laughs> but when you get an eye of the fucking script, you see what it could have been. And yeah. I think that was kind of like, like the evolution we were hoping for after Dawn of the Dead. Because now you're even more trapped because you're in a place where people are trying to make sense of what's been going on in Romero's series all the time. You have literally scientists working underground with a military to kind of figure out... You know, one doctor wants to figure out how to subject like um, 
behavioral changes into. He wants to domesticate him. He wants to domesticate him. That's his. That's his goal. Doctor Frankenstein. (laughs) And then and then Sarah is trying to figure out why this has happened to kind of like undo it. Yeah, she's trying to backtrace it to to zero. And I thought that was maybe like maybe not the right way to go because I mean it really confines the whole fucking story for like Mm -hmm. the hour and thirty eight minutes you're sitting there watching it. But. That's why you get these cool fucking characters like uh, Steel and uh, Rickles. And Steel, Rickle, Rickles, McDermott, uh, Sarah, John, Rogues, Rhodes. Oh, Rhodes is like... Hey, Rhodes. Rhodes is a mean... Uh, is a dick. Yeah, he's a mean fuck. He has to be. Yeah, well, I think... Like, I wish we would have gotten just a glimpse of the captain that died before... We did. Rhodes. We saw his brain. Yeah, we saw his brain. <laughs> yeah, it was pulsating. <laughs> With like the guys like like watering the weed plants. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, and we just buried our elder captain. We just buried him. <laughs> he was technically still alive. Yeah, he got a paycheck. Well, I mean, he reduced him to They're like what? Paid? Those... <laughs> They're still waiting. Who get paid? I ain't getting paid. They're still waiting. <laughs> it's in the mail. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, things escalate to the point solely because of Rhodes. I mean, if Rhodes' character wasn't like that anti-fuck-you piece-of-shit guy the whole fucking time, I think it would have been a smooth-selling fucking, you know, film. Well, you, yeah. with Romero, he kind of puts an asshole character in every one of his movies. Sort of with Dawn of the Dead, there was sort of one in there. But uh, Night, you had uh, Cooper. Cooper. Yeah, Cooper. And Flyboy was kind of like the asshole. He was for, for a weakling, asshole weakling. Well, until they started doing that upstairs, downstairs yeah. shit, and they kind of brought him into the fold. Yeah. He was kind of like that anti-dickhead you had to yeah. kind of work around. I was like, shit. But, but yeah, he Romero, Romero has his, his, his cassette. He has what he wants, his characters, and he kind of recycles the same MO over and over and over. Yeah. And that's very predominant in this movie. Yeah. Very very predominant in the one that comes after it, uh, and uh, Land of the Dead, too. So he kind of has the MO going. He's like the Seth MacFarlane before then. He's got a set character type. He just recycles them. Recycles them, changes the name, changes the actor. Yeah, I yeah. can see that. I, yeah. yeah, now that you mention I do. But he do went full-blown this time where he didn't get to do a Night Living Dead. He made Sarah like this uber-strong character. I mean, you have people. Like, I, I feel for Miguel's character because he's like the only one that's kind of like experiencing the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Like, he under, like he's constantly stressed out because like. He sees us the end of the world. Yeah. He's Everybody like, else just sees it as either a mission or, or a job, surviving or a job or just something that will end and they can go on with their lives. He sees it as this is the end of our lives. Yeah, like he's constantly holding on to his like uh, his like rosaries. Yeah, his rosaries. so he's constantly like holding his chains and stuff and just like thinking to himself like fuck, you know, like this ain't gonna get better. The power of Romero, Romero compels you. And you'd think he'd be like the one guy that's kind of level headed because he's the only one, you know. Knocking boots, you know, at the end of the world. He's like the, literally one chick in the fucking place, and he's like the only one getting at it. And he's like the, also the like the biggest bitch too. And I was like, damn. Well, just because nope. he's only just because he's hitting the chick doesn't mean he. You know, it's, it's a good hit. Yeah, true that. He could be hitting sandpaper. Like we finally get a Hispanic character in the Romero series, and he's like, he's either he's giving his he's trying to get his blood pressure done <laughs> with a barrel on, or he's uh yeah he's like having a nervous breakdown the whole fucking time. I'm not gonna lie, he annoyed the hell out of me. <laughs> yeah, okay. a lot of these characters did, unfortunately. But that's what was like the gift, because like Rhodes was like, oh man, he was such a dick. Yeah, he was. He's yeah. like, sit down. He's <laughs> like, sit down or so help me, I'll have you shot. Steal, <laughs> shoot that woman. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pull my gun at you, so you can shoot that chick over there. 
<laughs> a la Reservoir Dogs shit. Yeah. <laughs> the chain of command is confusing with that guy. Yeah, Very much so. But uh, I like the uh, the radio operator guy and the helicopter guy because they kind of just stuck to themselves. They wanted to kind of back everybody up, or the, at least the scientists up. But they were kind of like John. God, they were cool characters. Yeah. They were. They're were, they're were like the stoners that you could easily hang out with. Yeah, because like they didn't like want to stay in their little restricted military little fucking doctor base. They went out mm-hmm. and like got they had a their own little trailer paradise out there. <laughs> Out there in the other caverns, mm-hmm. like five miles away. Reading books and drinking whatever that was. Moon, <laughs> underground moonshine. Was it? I love this Could scene uh, where she's like, you guys just stay out here and you don't lift a finger to help anybody. And you see like the, the radio operator goes, uh, lift a finger and pour you a little bit more whiskey. <laughs> and then yep. it's like, then walk away. Yeah. yeah. There you that's, go. That, that's, that's how it is. But uh, I do I do find it funny that the uh, the cafeteria scene is like a cafeteria at high school. Oh, yeah. You have all like the jocks from the military in one section, mm-hmm. the two helicopter pilots in one section, the scientist on one section, and Frankenstein who just sits by himself. Yeah. So it was. Did he sit by himself? I thought he sat. He sat with the doctors. He yeah, sat. With, he, he sat with the doctors, but then he kind of was the way they shot the scenes. It was by him. It was like him by himself. Yeah, yeah. you're right. You're okay. right. So it looked like he was by himself, but he was with them. So it looked like he was in his own mind. Yeah, you know, cutting up bodies. Yeah, that's uh, pretty much what it was. <laughs> Which I love those scenes when you go visit Doctor Frankenstein. It's like literally he was like in a gymnasium sized laboratory. Mm-hmm. He just had stretchers with like different things he was trying. You had the one guy that was like totally all vital organs have been disconnected, but the body's just sitting there, laying there with. What's like, he's like the skin's all clipped backwards with like yeah. the clipping. Uh, uh, clamps and everything. Nope. God, I love that scene. And, that, and that's that's another scene that that really stands out with this movie the, with the special effects. But like when he sits up, he sits up and I'm like, God. Yeah, and she's about to vomit. Yeah. She, she's a rookie. She doesn't know any yeah. better. And Bub, or it, yeah, Bub was chilling in the background, going, "What's wrong? What's going on?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bub's just there hanging against the wall. Pretty lady. I like the way they had to like at the very beginning when they go and uh, have to kind of get more specimens. Mm-hmm. And the things they had to do, because like you had literally, Steel was like doing this loud whistle, and then, you know, come on, you dead dick pieces of shit, biggest piece of meat you've ever fucking saw. Uh, yeah. Oh, you say, oh, stone men have big dicks. <laughs> and Sarah's just like, you guys are fucking like low life, sexist pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, the, yeah. The, the dialogue from those guys, it was just, I, it got annoying. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm those... down for like dirty jokes in here. I'm down for all that if it's funny. Yeah. That was just like the guys who like who quit high school, but are still hanging out in the cafeteria. Yeah, yeah. It kind of like their dialogue reminds me of a Rob Zombie film. It's written yeah. by a 13 White year old trash. who just learned how to cuss. Yeah, who like he's living in his double wide. You know, they're living in a fucking cave right in a now. double wide. <laughs> Literally, yeah. How they're Caveman. F- yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, these guys are like, this is like the the audience who watches Chud Part 2. Yeah. Those are the guys. Never saw Chud, so I don't know. Oh, my gosh. So you never watched Chud? No, never okay. watched Chud. Didn't care for it. Yeah, I'm listening too much. I heard, I heard y'all's, I heard I heard someone's review on it, and I just kind of like to stop. No. I like the creature effects, mm-hmm. and some of the things are kind of cool in it, but overall, it's... Well, one, it's, one is fun. Two is where they... one is one is fun, and there are some parts in one that are just terrible. Mm-hmm. But it's overall, it's the special effects are good. I like the special effects, mm-hmm. and you get to see a really young John Goodman, like really young, mm-hmm. uh, which he makes cameo. I'll have to 
part two, they try to make it to it like a dark comedy, which uh, yeah. really bombed. It had yeah. the had that what's that t- the TV show Head of the Class with uh, Billy Idol. Oh, was it head was it Head of the Class? Yeah, I think so. I think so. One of the students from that show was the main character in the second one, mm-hmm. and uh, it just it wasn't good. Didn't work out. It's like Return to Living Dead three, but not <laughs> good. Not good. What was that movie, The Phantom of the Paradise, or something like that? Phantom, Par- uh, yeah, Phantom with Robert Englund. No, not Robert. That's Phantom of the Opera. Uh, I'm trying to think of the one that uh, Brian he's, De Palma did. He's got like the silver mask. Yes, that one. Yeah, that's, Phantom Paradise. That's the guy from. Uh, that's the guy that comes out in Bubs. He plays like the preacher guy that gets all stupid. Mm, okay. Yeah, we we saw him at TFW. Yeah. This year. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah, he was there. That works. He doesn't remember he wasn't there. No, I wasn't. No. But you got a shout out by Kane Hodder, though. Yeah, I did. He it choked really the camera. Cool. Yeah, I, I saw it. It was awesome. I, I, mask I, is still sticky, though. Oh, I, bet. I, I, I bet it is. <laughs> a little I, 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 I bet it is. All I do is win, 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 win. Exactly. That's how it was whenever I got that mask. Ah, uh, that's so. a win. Okay, definitely. Always a win. It is. But, uh, but yeah. So the domestication of Bub. I mean, he gives him a razor. Yeah, a razor, mm-hmm. a book. What was the first thing he gives him? Was it the, the razor? Telephone. The razor was the first I it was one. The, the, the toothbrush. Yeah. The toothbrush, uh, he just like looks at it and drops it, and then he gets the razor. Yeah, he starts trying yeah. to shave, and then, and then he, he picks the up the book. book. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then he goes in there with the, like, he does the fucking phone part. The phone thing. I remember, yeah. I remember that. I, see, the other parts I don't really remember. I'm yeah. not going to lie. I kind of fell asleep during parts of this movie. I, I mean, I watched it, and I was, I was just kind of taken back at the uh the pacing of the film mm-hmm. it's really like fuck dude yeah yeah it's really and now, and now we're in 40 minutes yeah now we're in 40 minutes because i mean the whole i mean it just throws you for a loop you're not used to domestication of fucking zombies you know mm-hmm. they're mimicking speech uh when he gives them the gun or yes. when you fix the salute and all that stuff with roads but the gun thing was like whoa yeah. Yeah. that was yeah. pretty cool yeah, i mean I'm, I don't. I think that was the pretty much the beginning of like the smart zombie, if I'm not mistaken, for the rest of the movies from there on. Yeah, they they so. try to introduce it with that, with them, mm-hmm. with him teaching Bub, yeah. uh, the, with domestication like like that the possibility. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, possibility but but I do, but, do but, but I do like the idea of when the movie Fido came out, they actually went with that and they mm-hmm. actually made it work for a good movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with again with Billy Idol as Fido. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, Billy Connolly. Billy Connolly. Connolly. From uh, Boondock Saints. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That's, yeah, Billy Connolly was in ahead uh, of the class. He took over the Thank spot the second teacher. Billy Idol kept throwing me off. I was like, like Billy Idol. No, it's Connolly. <laughs> Sorry. My bad. <laughs> hey, at least we corrected it during the episode. That's awesome. Yeah, that's true. I knew who was Scottish. It's okay. Just like Ralph, you're Samoan. I mean, it's... <laughs> I know. I, I know, I know more racist. <laughs> <laughs> we get all this shit wrong. <laughs> I thought he was Samoan. He's six foot three. <laughs> I did. That was all awesome. Good. I didn't care. <laughs> as long as you get it corrected during the episode, that's all that matters. <laughs> I don't think we did. Yeah, no, y'all did. No, we no, did? Yeah, no, because Nate comes in, he's like, no, he's a he's a Filipino. <laughs> like, then we went on about that. We're the six foot tall Japanese. Oh god. <laughs> Do I look at Japanese? I think you don't I look Filipino. So. You're too tall. I look more Mexican. <laughs> You don't look Mexican. What? I've been told I look Mexican. You're too tall for a Mexican. Well, no. Whenever I get the dark complexion and everything. Not not entirely. I know some tall Mexicans. Yeah. They're the the ones who don't (laughs) mow yards. They they trim the trees. Yeah, we trim the trees. (laughs) We can reach the high branches. Exactly. That's awesome. 
But no, this, this fucking movie, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I know. The energy's there to talk about a good movie, but we don't have a good movie to talk about right now. No, okay. or at least not with this. Uh, special effects-wise. Um, yeah. Well, the special effects were good. That, I thought that was very top-notch. Visually, it was amazing. For practical shit, this really did some stuff that was very realistic. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. like you said, uh, that we didn't see the original Captain, but you did see him without... His whole fucking skull, yeah, brain yeah. exposed and all that kind of shit. His brain was like pulsating, yeah, with the with the electrodes. And the hand would come up like yeah. Frankenstein shit. Yeah. Uh, that one corpse that sat up in the guts just kind of like splattered all over the floor. Yeah, and then they did the dream sequence with Sarah. Oh yeah, where, the walls. Oh yeah, yeah. the walls. Well, n- not the walls. Oh. Right? The walls was stupid. Because <laughs> have you seen that meme where they make one? fun of it? No, no, I haven't seen. No, you haven't seen that fucking meme. No. They there's a meme and it's a it's a little gif. And it has her going for the counter and then all the hands come out is probably the most nonchalant reaction to that. Everyone makes fun of that. I, I, I like the effect, not her the reaction. The effect, yes, but the reaction sucks balls. I'm not talking about that. She's like, reaction. oh my goodness. <laughs> Good Lord. Good Lord. Where did these but, come from? But these scene It's of- August. <laughs> <laughs> Already? Fall is upon us. Oh no. Winter is coming. <laughs> they should immediately just clip the scene from Terminator 2 where she, like Sarah Connor just turns to ash. Yeah, they should have yeah. just like cut her out and put her <laughs> in. But yeah, no that that scene that scene was cool. It's just the whatever they were telling her to do to react wise to react wise wasn't that great. But yeah, the dream sequence where they redo that same scene where the zombie sits up and the mm-hmm. guns spill out and it's oh, when uh, she Miguel. Sees, like, when she's, yeah. yeah, when she's Miguel Miguel doing that dream sequence. Yeah, that, that one was pretty. The cool. kills, the zombies, they all looked great. Yeah, because like, I mean, you, you still had the Smurf colorization, yeah. but the gore was all there. Yeah, yeah, the gore was amazing. Well, Nate talked a lot of shit about like the hot do- hot dogs and ham fucking bullshit from Dawn of the Dead, and I, I really liked some of those scenes mm-hmm. in Dawn of the Dead. Mm-hmm. But um, in well, this one, it was pretty fucking. It's pretty gory, gory. especially yeah. that that one where he grabs the guy's head from his eyes. Yeah, he pulls it over. Yes, like yeah, the jaw still moving and shit while they're mm-hmm. pulling it, and the. The screaming, like from his voice box being stretched, it would mm-hmm. get higher and higher. I was like, that was pretty hard. I was like, yeah. damn. Reminded me of, um, uh, shit, what's that actor's name? <laughs> um, he was in, he was Back to the Future, Doc. What was his, what's that? Oh, Christopher name? Lloyd? Christopher Lloyd in Roger Rabbit. Oh, yeah. Oh, when he was, uh, <laughs> when he was uh, getting melted. Yeah, he's getting melted and he starts screaming. Mm-hmm. Wow, whoa, 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 whoa. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Great transition, Gordon Roger Abbott. <laughs> no, right? Hey, the, that's what the scream sounded like to me. <laughs> well, that's with, true. Um, even the headshots, man. Like uh, when they're when they're doing that fucking when Rhodes pushes uh, Sarah and the radio guy into the uh, specimen area, mm-hmm. and you get that uh, creep show lighting. It's like the yeah. the cool blues and the reds. The, yeah. yeah, and you're getting those gunshots. Very. Uh, um, that Leah, uh, the Leah, the Leslie Nielsen story. You mm-hmm. get those fucking wicked gunshots in the fucking head, where it's like it would pop and then it would just pour out. Oh, the yeah. uh, uh, the hold, hold your breath. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can hold my breath for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I love that fucking music. It kicks in at the very end. But yeah, dude, uh, what was awesome about that is like you got a lot of the colors uh, lighting from Creepshow and stuff like that, and the gore effects like that. But it also plays back even to uh, well-lit scenes when um, Steel kind of does a sign of the cross and takes his own life when he's trying to, like, yeah. hey, mm-hmm. bub. And he's, like, trying to lure bub in and take him out. But then he gets, like, 
side swoggled and shit, and he gets bit mm-hmm. in the throat. And was it the throat? I thought it was the arm. Yeah, I think it's bit in the, the neck or something. That, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was the neck, shoulder area. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking of a different kill. But yeah, no, he does get it because it's coming out of the front of the neck, like. The zombie like went in for the neck bite and it's right there and he's like holding his yeah. neck the entire time. You can it, see like bleeding right there. It's just right. bad blood tubing. It's just yeah. bad blood tubing. Blood tubing. <laughs> it's just terrible. But he caps like, you know, like two mm-hmm. and three and then he just says, fuck it. That's a sign of the cross. And then just like pop, man. He just like, he just pulls a hey man, nice shot. Yeah. Blows out and just fucking body collapses. And then from there you go into like this weird long montage of just pretty much zombies feeding on like Everybody. The bodies, yeah, because mm-hmm. you get that one scene where like there's like a piece of guts going through like a chain link fence, and like the yeah. zombies getting at it, but you see like all the cobwebs on the chain link fence and stuff. It's like just multiple scenes of like cobwebs on the chain link fence. I was like, okay, yeah, it 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 was all visually amazing, yeah, yeah. like the gore effects, top notch, you yeah. know. Like you couldn't have asked for a better. I mean, I mean, for anything you know, better for it, you know. When Miguel goes up and you see that elevator just come down, mm-hmm. and you see all those dressed zombies. Oh, oh the giant it. lift when it's. Oh yeah. yeah. Whenever they, uh, whenever they open the elevator and he's all the zombies are coming back down. Yeah, that giant lift. I was just waiting for that one, and thank God they had one guy willing to do it that just like it steps off and like <laughs> falls when it's not like down yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, thank you. <laughs> 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 That was really good. The one kill that I really enjoyed the hell out of was Rhodes. <laughs> Solely because of the fact, like, as he's yelling, choke on it! You know, it, I thought that was really fucking oh, interesting. Oh, when he takes the, when those run off with, like, his dick and mm. ball. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was awesome. <laughs> I was watching the film uh, low volume because everybody mm. was asleep and the subtitles on. And on the original uh, DVD, yeah, if you look at the subtitles, when his balls and he's saying choke on them, it says Salazar. Salazar. Really? <laughs> I was like, how is this? And I was wow. like, wow, they got that subtitle wrong. I was like, yeah. the closed caption just is fucked up on that one. Salazar. Salazar. I was like, okay. Maybe that was his name. That's what he named his Johnson. That's what he named Salazar. <laughs> Salazar. Adrian. <laughs> Salazar. Baby, come back. <laughs> <laughs> My penis, come back. There you uh, go. Oh, I love when he's just doing that wall crawl, though. He's just like, come on. Come on. That's uh, just classic. Yeah. Bub's just doing that long stalk, like fucking Clint Eastwood style. He's got that swagger. <laughs> Bub's got that swagger. Gives him a little salute. Goes, <laughs> salute and fuck you. I'm going to go eat Frankenstein. <laughs> yep. I Because I don't want to choke on it. Well, you have the uh, helicopter pilot goes in to help the radio chick, uh, radio guy and Sarah, mm-hmm. and they're heading up that stairwell. Yeah. And, you know, they're shooting yeah. their way out to get out to get to the helicopter. When Sarah opens the helicopter, it does like the lamest reaction scene, a la the center block stuff mm-hmm. at the beginning. Mm-hmm. You have that like three different hands like kind of reach for her head or her face, and it's mm-hmm. just like, and then it just Cut. cuts. It's such a yeah. That's that. I'm guessing storyline and dialogue were not great. No, no. <laughs> I'm guessing that's supposed to like what was left shown is just left to the imagination of whether or not she was actually killed. Because I didn't, I read some of it, I didn't read all of it, <laughs> and I wasn't too sure what the fuck happened. I mean, like she wakes up on the beach, and like now the calendar, she's like November fourth, like mm. basically. I don't know. Like the whole fucking film took place in those four days from like. 
October to like November. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking know. Who knows? Yeah. And who cares? Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, I always thought Day of the Dead was really a uh, really good zombie movie. I always thought, hey, Day of the Dead's like it's part of the trilogy. It's a great fucking film. That I thought Rotten that too. Score lied to you then. Well, no, I think it was just weird that when we, we yeah. decided to revisit the Romero series, I felt some films had strength and then some just. I had that feeling too. When I first watched it, I thought the movie was amazing. I thought it was great. I thought it was everything. You know, the holy Romero zombie set. Mm-hmm. I thought it was. Sabini, everybody's I thought it was that when I first watched it. Going back to rewatching it again, I, I'm I'm seeing just something different, and I'm not liking it. It didn't have the wealth of story like I guess we got from Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, Dawn had a good story. Night had a good story. This one happened. Yeah, that's best I can say. It is this one happened? The only thing I keep every time I watch Day of the Dead, uh, or when I watch it again, and I try to rewatch it again, uh, the one thing that always sticks out, just because it's something that I notice, is when they're showing the alligator walking the street. Mm-hmm. It's got tape around his nose. Mm-hmm. It's got tape around, like electrical tape around his snout. Yeah, because you had that one guy walking next to yeah, him. Yeah, wa- like yeah, walking next to him. I was like, shit. So, uh, but was this uh, the last installment to this like line of his movies for? The Living Dead series, or were there more after this? No, not including the remix, of course. That I believe it was it. Was it until they went back and I guess a different company went back and revisited it with Land, Mm -hmm. and then the two day semi reboot sequels that happened, Contagium and Feed the Need. Okay, yeah, because I wasn't a hundred. Like I, I know I've watched Living, I've watched Dawn. This is the first time I've watched Dead. I've seen the remakes. But I never saw anything outside of those because I wasn't sure if there was like another one after this because it really mm-hmm. this movie kind of ends. Abruptly. Land is kind of the sort of unofficial official sequel, is mm-hmm. it? That's right. That's yeah. correct, right? It's the official unofficial sequel. Yeah, because I think originally it was called Dead Reckoning. Yeah, Dead Reckoning, and mm-hmm. then it got retitled. Uh, Land they, of like the yeah, there's a ton of names that it had. Like a ton was of Twilight names. of the Dead. Twilight and of it was Dead. Dead Reckoning, and then they eventually went with Land of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Dusk of the Dead, or no, not oh. Dusk of the Dead. Uh, no, I think you're right. I think it was Dusk. No, it was either Dusk or Twilight. Or that was supposed to be the next part. Okay. I looked at the thing, it had like 10 different titles of what it was supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it stayed in like fucking purgatory hell. Like nobody ever wanted to fund Dead Reckoning, which was the follow up. Yeah. yeah. Um. So let's just put, in, put, <laughs> put a nail in it. Uh, final thoughts. Uh, what do you think, Aaron? Uh, final thoughts on uh, Day of the Dead. The started off the special effects are fucking amazing. They're one of the best that Romero that Romero was a part of that uh that he's made. It they're they're good. Uh Dawn of the Dead had amazing special effects, but Day of the Dead is just the gore, uh the spillage, just just everything. Uh it's like somebody like went to like a morgue and started ripping off bodies mm-hmm. just to use for this movie. That's how detailed uh and gory it was. It was just really good. Uh, music, I really enjoyed the sound, the music, the tempos that that would lead up to a certain scene or that would go through a certain uh, emotion, things like that. Uh, again, amazing. The sound was the soundtrack was amazing. Uh, Storyline and dialogue, fucking terrible. Just just complete trash in my in my opinion. It's just trash. I know some people will still view this as a holy movie. You can't say anything bad about, but for me, it's just. Uh, Half of it's amazing, half of it's garbage. And the average for me is mediocre, so uh, that's 
that that's that's my final thought is it's great if you want to complete the Romero if you if you want to complete your Romero collection. It's great. What do you think, Ralph? You want to go for it? Yeah, I'll go for it. Um, with this movie, like I said, I hadn't seen it until I borrowed the film from you. Um, the movie, like before I watched it, I, I checked the Rotten Tomato score, did a little bit of research on it, read a little bit of it on the script just to see what I was getting myself into. And Rotten Tomatoes gives this movie an 82%. Wow. Like, apparently people loved this movie. And I was like, all right, I, I sure, why not? And with a budget of... 3.5 million and with a comeback at 34 million I wasn't 100% sure as to if that sounded right but then it was this movie came out in 1985 so I was like oh, okay mm-hmm. I can okay yeah. uh, I'll give it some slack and when I actually watched it oh my god <laughs> <laughs> this isn't what I thought had in mind with an 82% yeah like uh, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of wish I watched Batman v Superman again after this. Uh, yeah, hate no, it as much as you want, not. but this is all based off a of personal opinion. It's just this movie. I did not you, care. You, for. You're also bat biased too. Well, whatever. It's just <laughs> this movie. I was not entertained. Yeah. At all. Mm-hmm. I was more bored and caught myself looking shit up on my phone with the lack of internet that I had. Did you feel like it was a chore watching it? Yes. See, <laughs> yeah, really I'm did. glad I'm not. I'm glad I'm not alone in that aspect. No, you are not alone in that, good sir. But this movie, in all honesty, I don't feel as though it deserves the rating it got on Rotten Tomatoes. The dialogue, specifically for Steel and Rickles, like I said, feels as though it's written by Rob Zombie. Yeah, a 13 year old who just learned how to cuss. Or Sherry Moon. Sherry Moon, whichever one. Um, the only characters I cared for was the drunkard and Bub. <laughs> And it's because they had like the le- the least amount of screen time and the least amount of dialogue, like and the least amount of fuck ups. Yeah, the least amount of fuck ups too. I cared about them more than I did anybody else. Everyone else annoyed the ever living fuck out of me, but I respect it for what it is. It's part of the holy trinity that everyone loves about Romero's movies. This one is just isn't for me, and I just I'm glad I borrowed it. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't spend the money for I'm, it. I'm pretty sure most of that 82% comes from just Romero bandwagoners, Romero fans, not mm-hmm. people who've actually seen the movie. Because yeah. if they would, then... Yeah. yeah they, they, I think they're afraid to give it hate because it's Romero. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, that. That's very true. But that's just how I feel. I just really feel as though this movie was not entertaining. Like, the gore effects were amazing. I love the way everyone got killed. Because mm-hmm. it was very... Very, very smart writing, or not yeah. writing, but like the effects were, they were on, they were top notch. Yeah. They were yeah. all there. So, and that's probably the best I can give it. <laughs> like the best. <laughs> what about you, Jeff? Yes. Um, when they had a Screen Factory sale on uh, Amazon, I, I was able to pick this up for twelve ninety nine because uh, it was like, you know, a good yeah, I, think, I think I remember you telling me that, that that was one of the ones you got, and I was like, yeah, I think it was this and uh, Lord of Illusions, and uh, okay, yeah, I don't remember. I remember you said this one, but now I remember Lord of Illusions. I, 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 okay. I picked up those two, I think, because I think Lord of Illusions was on backwater for like forever. I didn't get that one. No, until uh, no, um, oh shit, what was it? Uh, the fog. The fog was on backwater because yeah, yeah, I ordered the fog. I think you ordered the fog. Yeah, uh, so that we, was on backwater. I think those three. Yeah. Um. I was happy to get Day of the Dead. It came in real fast because obviously it did not sell out. <laughs> <laughs> like the fog did. 
But uh, I was like, like Aaron said, you know, I was kind of like, the special effects are great in this movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's Tom Savini. It's Ramiro. uh, John Harrison, who did all the music for Creepshow, came back and did the score for Day of the Dead. I mean, all these things were in place for a really good uh, final act, the fucking, the, the, the piece to end the trilogy. And for, for some reason in my head, it was always a really good movie. Like, the Bub situation was never a problem. A lot of things that I had a problem with this last time I viewed it weren't a problem back in the day for some reason. Mm-hmm. But this time, my entertainment value just went really down. I don't know, I don't know if it was like my, it had something to do with my mood or, uh, but just the it was just ugh, it was it was kind of like the momentum just was never there for this film it was uh you know it bothered me because you know i remember a lot of these characters being really fun you know sarah's character was strength and rose was that loud asshole and still was always making these obnoxious jokes but this viewing i think by the time i came down to the final act i was just glad to see the gore and kind of mm-hmm. call it a night <laughs> yeah with the special features on Screen Factory release, mm-hmm. it did cover some of the things. You have a Roger Avery uh, commentary that's very interesting because you get more insight to maybe why the 82% from Rotten Tomatoes exists because he's a film critic. Yeah. And he kind of just speaks it speaks at the film of like more to speaking to the uh, release date and the time and the era of when a film like this was actually released in 1985, which was interesting. But yeah, it was really hard to give it the the kudos that I, I think I used to feel towards the film. Um, for me, final thought wise, uh, out of the three films, night, dawn and day, <clears throat> this was definitely like my least favorite. The winter yeah. of the trilogy. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah, it's, it's number three, third place, yeah. third release. Mm-hmm. Definitely for me. It, it, it definitely hits that, at trilogy, uh, curse. I'm sorry. Uh, you're over here grimacing. Cause it sounds like you really like that movie. No, no, no. I'm, I'm grimacing because I'm just kind of like, Ugh. We're still on Dawn, Day of the Dead. No, no, no. <laughs> but, but we're going to move on to uh, what's, I guess, the sequel or the next installment of this film. What, uh, what really boosted John Leguizamo's career in acting. Yeah, it really did. It, it, it really helped. After the movie The Pest, you know, <laughs> uh, this really helped him out. Uh, and we're referring to... Uh, Spawn? I said helped him out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Not not buried him with Michael Dry White hate. Oh shit. Uh Land of the Dead. Romero's Yay. uh uh yeah. It's, a, it's his next installment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With uh and, and it's also the reuniting of a of a, of alumni from one of the most hated movies ever, Mario Brothers, with John Leguizamo and Dennis Hopper. Nice. They're both in there. That's awesome. Yep. Luigi and King Koopa meet again. Yeah. <laughs> and King Koopa's still bossing him around. Yeah, he was still king. <laughs> He was still yeah, the he king. Was. He was still the king. Um, so when was the first time you got to see this one? This one I got when it was first released on DVD because it came out around Black Friday when Sweet. it was released on DVD. So I got the DVD for I think eight dollars during Black Friday. So that's when I first saw it. Oh, that's awesome. So very nice. Yep. Uh I had heard about it. Uh I wanted to see it because I was a John Leguizamo fan. Uh, I I've, I like his works and I like his uh, his kind of stand up story slash comedy tours that he would do. Uh, so I was really you know wanting to check it out and also I heard that uh, Asia Argento was in there and I liked her going topless in other movies. So I was I had high hopes, maybe too high, and uh, yeah, it was fun. 
It was fun. There's a lot of things I liked in the movie, a lot of things I didn't like. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's when I first saw it. Gotcha. I forgot the, I forget the year when, but I just remember I got it at during Black Friday. 2005. Oh, shit. 2005? Came out June 24th, 2005. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Um, I went and saw it opening day in the theater. I was, uh, man, I think I, I always do that thing where I'd always either catch like the very, I'd catch the earliest showing. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as they open the doors, I'd go catch that first showing and catch it. I did that with like Demon Knight. I did that with a lot of fucking films. But um, when I got to sit down and watch this, I was really just blown away by uh, what, what Ramiro was able to put together. <laughs> I mean, I really went in there hoping to not watch a train wreck. And I was very, very taken back by what I was able to enjoy. Sit back and watch. Okay. What about you, Ralph? Um, I actually saw this while it was in theaters. Um there was a girl I was dating at the time, and she was really big into zombie movies. She liked, she loved Romero's stuff. I don't remember her ever saying anything about Day of the Dead, but she wanted to go see this, so I actually took her to go see it. And we actually enjoyed it for what it was. Um, like I said, June 24th, 2005, I had just graduated out of high school whenever that whenever this movie came out. Um, it was a lot. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot better than I did Day, of course. Mm-hmm. And with it having a Rotten Tomato score of 74. Wow. Really? Yeah. It got I can kind of see that. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 74, and I feel as though that's... Fair. I'm comfortable. That, that's, that's, like that's a fair yeah. assessment. That, yeah, that's, that's fair. And with a budget, it doesn't seem to have like, an, like a definite like budget, but it it sat between 15 to 19 million, and it brought in, uh, in the box office, 46.8 million. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. People were ready for a Romero film. Yeah, they were ready. They were ready for it. Now, granted, I don't know how much it made worldwide, but that's what it made. Now, I remember when this one came ones. out that a lot of the uh, the DVD multi packs mm-hmm. would have night, dawn, and day, and like mm-hmm. a multi pack after when this one came out. Yeah. I guess after the movie came out, because because for the need of Romero, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't know it did. That's good though. Well, to me, that's good. Yeah, no, no, no. It, it it is good. Yeah, it, good. It, it did. It had a good return. So yeah. So granted. I guess the, I guess no, to me that answers that answers my question of you know all of a sudden after this movie came out all the the three packs yeah. for the other stuff would come out yeah so. it it did it did good for what it was and where it was coming from and what came before it but no I, I like I said I enjoyed this movie a lot more than I did day whenever I was watching it yeah. so well I thought the 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 casting was just done exponentially done so well for 2005. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you had Simon Baker, Asia Argento, John Leguizamo, Dennis Hopper. You had all these big actors kind of stepping into a film mm-hmm. that was familiar ground, but yet unfamiliar because now instead of being in a bunker underground like Day of the Dead or in a mall, you had this huge city that was just surrounded by water. Yeah. It, it was kind of like pre-Alexandria or The Walking yeah, Dead. exactly. That's exactly what it seemed like. I mean, they controlled the bridges. Nothing came in. Nothing came out. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. But the big twist was the hunters, the dead reckoning vehicle, mm-hmm. the way they just led those uh, scavenger hunts to find more food and medicine. Supplies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love the way they distracted the zombies. Yeah, that, that. Yeah, really that was really enjoyed. cool. I, yeah, I thought that was a really good idea. The star flowers. The star flowers. That was awesome, dude. Why are there star flowers? You're not putting them in the ground. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right two-face that yeah, yeah. the two-face actor that threw me off because it was interesting to have it because man dude i mean uh like, charlie right yeah is it charlie? charlie uh robert joy 
Charlie. That guy was a. That guy was a hoot. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, yeah Charlie. Because I mean, he was kind of just Simon Baker's little, like his little bitch. Yeah, like his bodyguard almost mm-hmm. to some extent. His lookout, his his, his sharpshooter, yeah, yeah. his sharpshooter, dopey bodyguard. Like, why like do you, he was why do you one lick, hell of a shot. Yeah, why yeah. do you lick the tip of your rifle? It catches the light. <laughs> wasn't that a, wasn't that a callback to a uh, Don? I don't know. Was don't one remember. of the sharpshooters? I don't remember. Okay. It might be. We'll have to. No, I don't think there's any licking of guns. No, <laughs> like, no, like, no. Like, <laughs> in Ghostbusters, there was. No, yeah, I see what you're saying, though. So I forget how this movie starts. We, the star flowers and all that stuff. We it get starts with them doing. Like them doing a run. Yeah. yeah. They're doing a run. And uh, you see a lot of tripped out shit. You see, like, a band playing in a gazebo. You see a. <laughs> Dead band. <laughs> you know, that was, they were actually playing, like, uh, Dawn of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're playing like the opening notes. <laughs> but uh, the mechanic coming out when he hears the ding yeah. ding. Uh, that's our introduction to the evolution of Bub pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. What happened with Bub or Apparently where? Apparently he spread his seed all over the place. Yeah. I mean, this one. Skeet, skeet, skeet. Zombie was just what? Just hyper uh, aware? Big, um, yeah. Hyper aware. Played by. Or he was. In the uh, casting or in the credits, he's titled as Big Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, see what happened with when I was directing this movie, <laughs> Eugene Clark. Because this guy's such a big black guy, I'm gonna call him Big Daddy. That's yeah. right, baby. I'm gonna yeah. call him. He's gonna he's gonna work at a gas station, <laughs> and he's gonna come out there. Time the ding ding happens, and you'll come out there and fill your gas tank. And put <laughs> and it all up in your gas tank. Now, 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 do you want premium or unleaded? <laughs> That's what you want. No, no corn syrup. What's the one line he had the whole fucking movie? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! What's my line? You're in pain. <laughs> Cut. All right. Good job, Big Daddy. Oh, thank you very much. You're welcome. So. I prefer the Big Daddy to be in like Bioshock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This was this like they should have just called him the mechanic. Yeah, they really should have. <laughs> the mechanic. Uh, uh, the mechanic. The cheerleader. Yeah, the cheerleader. The, the, the ringleader. Something. The butcher. Just or call just, them what they just title them how they did in Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, just go just go that route. So the gas man, the gas, the gas man, man. blades and chains. Why? Because he got chains up around his his, his suit and his motorcycle. <laughs> and the other guy's a gas man. Yeah, the gas man. <laughs> All right, call him Grease Monkey. So you had Simon Baker going in there for legit shit. He wanted to get food and medicine, but you had like a Wazambo was kind of going in there trying to get. Cigars and alcohol. And trying to make a profit. Yeah. yeah. Trying to buy his way up. Yep. And then you see him kind of set this one kid the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And you get introduced to that, you know, Simon Baker doesn't want anybody to get hurt. Everybody comes back safe. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that one kid's like reaching for a cigar. He's like, hey, kid, pick those up. And he's reaching down and like the security guy. Yeah, the security guard just rips into him. And then. Like some Cane's chicken. Yeah. And he's trying to reason with the kid. You know, he's fucking, you know, he's zombified. You know, you can't. Heal him or anything. Yeah. Can't Herschel him. No. So you see the kid. I, I was wondering about that during the movie. Like, how come no, there's no amputees? Yeah, right. People, you know, you think in 30 years of zombie apocalypse that they would have figured, cut it off. Yeah. Arm gets bit, cut the, you know, cut the arm off. Leg gets bit, cut the leg off. That would have been, that would have worked. It would have. It just depends on how quickly you can get to it. Or at least that's, that's what they established in The Walking Dead. Yeah, the, the like factory you can get, get to. to yeah, the well, this one they're like they're like how long before he turns? About thirty minutes. About 30 so minutes. they kind of give you like a timetable yeah. of when they start turning, mm-hmm. which would have 
you know, speeded at the process of, okay, can we cut the limb off? Let's yeah. experiment that type of thing. And uh, yeah, I wish I would have delved into that a little further because they, they touched on it very briefly in Day of the Dead whenever they yeah. cut Miguel's arm off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he didn't turn immediately. Yeah. So uh, I wish they would, I'm, I'm with you. I wish they would have done something with that. Like, like yeah, because when they get back the to the attempt. camp of like all the poor people, I would have liked to see like, you know, people missing arms, you know, walking on legs, having yeah. peg legs, mm-hmm. stuff like that to really sell that they're surviving. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, they're really surviving, and that like wasn't they, happened. They weren't always in the city. Yeah. 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 Which was weird because, I mean, they're, they're surrounded by electrified fence, and you have Simon Baker trying to find money to buy his way out. Mm-hmm. And you have, like, Ozama trying to buy his way up into those uh, the towers. Sky Rise. Yeah. Towers. Oh, wow. Was Which it was green, uh, green ever, plant? Evergreen? Evergreen. Evergreen. Yeah. Which is weird. Because, I mean, he was doing some shady shit. I mean, he was like hauling bodies and shit outside mm-hmm. to that weird body dump. Yeah. Fucking yeah. shit. It was interesting. Like was on most fucking storyline was really fucking cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was kind of like the, you know, the garbage man of like all the dirty secrets for like the rich people in there. Mm-hmm. He was hey, the cleaner. Yeah, yeah you got to yeah. have a cleaner somewhere. And then Simon Baker was trying to get his car souped up and ready to go because he was just ready to just get go the to fuck Canada. It. Yeah, get the fuck out of there and go. He wanted to go to Canada. That that was his goal. This is my retirement. This is my last night. Well, it's not. It's my last night too. You know, yeah. kind of dialogue exchange between them two. Yeah, you, you got to get the Puerto Rican to be the cleaner. Yep. So. Yep. Moving up, baby. Yep. Um, the scene that was awesome was the uh, kind of Mad Max scene where they go into the biker bar zombie extravaganza scene. Uh, <clears throat> you get a fun cameo. You get a. Edgar Wright and uh, Simon Pegg. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're uh, chained up and everybody's yeah. like screaming. Photo the, photo booth, the photo booth zombies. Yep. And that was neat because, I mean, that was a long time dream for both uh, Simon Pegg and, yeah. and Edgar Wright coming mm-hmm. from uh, Shaun of the Dead fame and uh, obviously huge Romero fans. You know, for the longest time I thought that was um, the the Nick, guy that was with Simon Pegg. Nick Frost. I thought it was Nick Frost for the longest time. And then whenever I rewatched it, I was like, that's not Nick Frost. Yeah. yeah. I thought that too because I, I instantly recognized Simon Pegg. Yeah, Simon Pegg was an easy pick, and, and hell, I think he even had this. He still had the tie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was yeah. like, "Son of a bitch!" <laughs> well, I was trying to look for the red stain on his shirt. See yeah. if they kept that in still there. Have some red on you. Get some red on you, but I didn't, I didn't. The camera moved too quickly. I'm amazed. I mean, what the man? How far Simon Pegg's come? Because I mean, he landed the script for this new Star Trek Beyond and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. He's really like, he's a list now in mm-hmm. my in my book. Well, he's a fan. He's a fan of the sci-fi and horror genre, and so if you got a fan who knows who knows what the fans want, it's easy transition. Yeah. yeah. If you have if you, if you have a guy who claims to be a fan but doesn't know what the hell he's doing, then you've got Rob Zombie. Yeah. Well, so. that's what's just funny is like you've seen Simon Pegg actually flourish a little bit more now than uh, Edgar Wright because I mean yeah. Edgar Wright got kind of got his knees you know chopped to the knees because of because of Ant Man. Yeah. Mm. Kevin didn't like. I guess he retaliated. And just wasn't, you know, fitting into the uh, little box that mm-hmm. they wanted him to play in. Kind of like what they did with Edward Norton and the Hulk. Exactly. Because yep. they wanted more, Edward Norton wanted more story and everyone else wanted more action. Yeah. So that's, yeah. Got chopped, like you said, chopped at the knees for that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. For better or worse, right? Yeah, exactly. Pretty much. So we got to deal with that. Hopefully, Benedict doesn't cross the streams and. <laughs> Stays uh, where he needs to be because he yep. looks like he's going to be a very promising actor to join the uh, Marvel series of the Doctor Strange. Yep. He does. Fuck, dude. I'm looking and you know Nate's going to be 
pissed if they cut him out. Oh yeah. Well, shit. I'm, I'm just. I'm glad to see Mad, Mads Mikkelsen play mm-hmm. a villain. Oh yes. And then Benedict is playing Strange. It's gonna be like. That's just. It's gonna be fun. It's yeah. gonna be a lot of fun. And it's like the director of fucking Sinister. It's like, mm-hmm. wow. How do you get all these things right with a film? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's a gift. Marvel's doing it right. Yeah. They 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 know what they want. They know who can deliver, and they're making it happen. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how the horror genre needs to go. Like. You need to find the right people. Once you find the right people, you can you can make mm-hmm. hits all the time. You got James Wan specifically. Yeah. Like, fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> you have all these movies that have a huge return, and I think horror just needs that one little push. And we start we'll start seeing a whole hell of a lot. Well, we've movies. had a few pushes. It's just there's no repeats. Yeah. Yeah. Like Bloomhouse hits and misses. Mm-hmm. Like they're yeah. not constantly on the right path. I mean, some people might like Oculus, but then you have a shit ton of people that didn't like it. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, vice versa for The Purge. I mean, The Purge is a big hit for some people, and then some people just find it being irritating and Mm -hmm. um, not appreciative of, like, you know, what it is. So it is with, like, all the insidiouses and conjurings. Exactly. Spinoffs. But um, as we get further on in Land of the Dead, um, yeah, that biker scene, and they kind of have... Uh, they spray they spray paint a zombie red. Mm-hmm. His mouth red and black. There you go. Red and black. And they just kind of wager on, you know, hitting him against each other. And uh they throw a little bait at this one fucking scene. And this is where we're introduced to uh Italian cult classic director uh uh Argento's daughter, Major Argento. Was it yep. Slate? Slade? Is it her character? Yeah, her character's name. Slack. 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 <laughs> I know it was something stupid. Like that, yeah, it was slack, and it's it's always funny to see like you know, like a forty two year old chick playing like a twenty something year old chick, mm-hmm. and uh, she she was in her fishnets and her high stockings and all of that at, at the age of soccer mom, so uh, it was funny to see her kind of get thrown in there, yeah. and then do start doing ninja moves. Yeah, I mean the scene really takes you back to like, wow, like we're doing this, and then you have a uh, the the guy from Troll. Kind of being like the head honcho of the oh, uh, Chihuahua. <laughs> yeah. Chihuahua. Uh, he was yes. he was in uh, Seinfeld. He, little Mickey. Okay, gotcha. It was I, Mickey. I remember from Troll. Troll. Yeah. Mickey, anything. That's the only any, thing I remember. I remember from Seinfeld. But yeah. Seinfeld. Yeah, I gotcha. Pretty much anything that called for like a short person, he was like first in line. If yeah. Warwick Davis hey, was working. Yeah, he was in Willow. He was like the, yeah. that badass hunter. Yeah. <laughs> like he was Willow's friend. Yeah. So this guy's either uh, if Warwick Davis is busy, he's the one that they call up. Yep. Chihuahua. Chihuahua. Yep. Well. Yeah, so Chihuahua pulls his, you know, <laughs> I stole your vehicle, you're not going to get it, and Simon Baker's getting hunted down, a whole shootout happens. Yeah. Uh, Charlie's in there trying to help him, Asia Argento steps in to kind of save Simon Baker from getting uh, whacked off mm-hmm. <laughs> by Chihuahua. Never thought you'd <laughs> say Those that. little ones are mean. <laughs> Even his little pistol is mean. Yep. But what's funny is you go from ultimate, you know, small little person to like the Biggest motherfucker later. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, I yeah. remember. Pillsbury. Yeah. Your people. Them Samoans. I love Pillsbury. He was one of my favorite characters in this movie. He goes, I'm here to do something. I'm here to do something. So let's go do it. <laughs> love that guy. Golly. And what was the other? Do you remember the names of this ragtag group they send in to like? Because, I mean, Dead Reckoning goes the, missing. The, mm-hmm. the blonde chick was Pretty Boy. Pretty boy, there you that go. Was, yeah, that was the one with that was with, uh, with uh, Cholo. Cholo. Yeah. Cholo. Cholo. Yeah, you're gonna name him Cholo, you know, because 
Yeah, that's not racist. No, not at all. Not at all. No. So after Dennis Hopper backstabs Cholo, he decides to... <laughs> God, Chihuahua, it's that brotherly Cholo, feud. Pillsbury. Marlon Luigi just fucking hate each other what at that you? point. What was Simon Baker's name in the movie? Simon Baker's name? Uh, Riley. 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 Gotcha. Uh, and Dennis, Ho- Dennis Hopper was uh, Kaufman. Argento yeah, because he was named after Lloyd Kaufman. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. That's fucking cool. Yeah. Because he's the king, because the whole thing is like the hotel is like, this must be like the, the like circle Bill. of hell <laughs> going up, and he's the king of hell. Awesome. And so yeah. they named it Lloyd Kaufman. That's funny. He's the kingdom of hell and fucking land of the dead, but he's like God <laughs> in fucking Astron Six Father's Day. That's funny. Yes. Yeah, not the um So yeah, Cho- not- Cholo steals Dread Reckoning and he's got like what they got like fucking missiles, missiles. or something. Yeah. Missiles. So he's targeting the city with them and threatening like Perish, pay me my five million. Yeah, like blow what the up the city. Yeah, five million. What are you gonna do with money? Uh, not a clue. I mean, like, Why is way into Canada? I don't know. It's like, well, fuck. I mean, Simon Baker, Riley was just going to drive into there. Yeah. I was just like, I was just always weird. Out, like, Your motive is flawed, sir. Yeah. I like, <laughs> and I think that's where the script kind of, that's where it starts to get on me where it's like, why do you need money? Yeah. There's no civilization. Like, there's, a, there's a few things that happen in this movie. At this, like, from this point of like asking for money on. I question the reasoning behind some of the things they do from here on out. Okay, he gets his money. Yeah. He's going to go back to the city that he threatened to destroy to spend the money. And buy his way in. To buy his way back in. Right. At, at the moment, that's the only home that, he, that this guy knows. That doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. is, is there another city that like, all they take is hard currency still? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. But not like... Yeah, they... Yeah, Riley just wants to get his shit and go and... Uh, fucking Cholo wants to get in and get higher. Yeah. And when he's denied, <laughs> fucking Kaufman's like, no, fuck you. Then give him my six million. Which is ridiculous. Because mm-hmm. he sends a skateboard kid away at the dock. Rat. For the- Mouse. Oh, Mouse. 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 So he's waiting for the dock for the skateboard, fucking waiting for the money to show up. And that was just... Why do you put headphones yeah, I was about on? To, yeah, that's another question. I was like, you're out there alone. You're mm-hmm. listening for sounds. Why the fuck do you put headphones on? Yeah. Like I said, the reasoning behind a lot of these characters from this point on, it's like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm going to rock my beats. Rock my beats. Product placement. Some place that I need to keep an ear out for zombies. I'm just going to put these noise-canceling headphones on. And I'm going to smoke this joint. Yep. Like, all he needed was like a bag of Funyuns, and he would have been set. Oh, yeah, shit. That's all he needed. Yeah, sorry. That's awesome. Yeah, some good shit. And I'm dead. Pretty much. <laughs> you know, another thing about this movie I've noticed is a lot of the zombie kills, it's either the people, all the zombie kills are either like directly in front of them or like off to the side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's either they don't fucking see them or it's like, oh, hey, surprise, bitch, you know, and they fucking eat them. Yeah. And I don't know. It's like, why do you not see these things? Well, what bothers me is like something they do in Walking Dead, the comic, more than they do so in the show, but they do tackle it a little bit. You smell these fucking things. Mm-hmm. You like, should be able to. When a zombie's near you or a horde's near you, you just... You smell it. Yeah. You smell the rotted fucking, you know... Yeah, there's no mistaking rotting flesh They They may else. mention in one of the episodes when they had, like, the huge... In the distance, you had, like, the like the thousands of them yeah. walking on the street. They're like, what's that smell? It smells like rancid and putrid. Yeah. And they, they drove and they saw, like, that huge mm-hmm. mass. With here, they should smell it. Yeah. 30 years? Yeah. 30, so much doesn't happen. And you're by the dock, too, so it's got to be, like... Nasty ass. Yeah. Downwind. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Must smell like shit all the time out there. It smells, <laughs> it smells like crabs and depression. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Fuck. 
fucking shit. That's awesome. It's like Dolly Parton's ranch. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Or Burt Ward's. It's like yeah, true. melted cheese and desperation. Mac and cheese and desperation. That is, that is Burt Ward. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. That is very true. That's awesome. Um, so Cholo doesn't get his fucking cash. Um, Riley has that fucking gadget to kind yeah. of put like a like a safety on mm-hmm. the missiles. He's got like that little remote control for uh, yeah his vehicle, his uh, murder bus. Yeah. Yep. God, dead reckon it was like a badass ride. That it's, should that should have been in a twisted metal. Yeah, that's like a secret unlock to the ankle. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Yeah, because I mean, amazing. it was pretty much like a souped up version of what we got in uh, Don, Don the Dead yeah, remake. Yeah, the Don remake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which was neat. I mean, shit, the fucking they had all the fucking Gatling gun, all this fucking <laughs> cool shit. Yeah. Missiles, sidewinders, fireworks, sky sky flowers, <laughs> sky flowers. <laughs> armored doors. Yeah, no, it, it it was the full package deal for that one, and this is where yeah, this is exactly what what you would fucking find in Mad Max. Well, then, yeah. It looks amazing. This was the tumbler before the tumbler. So. Yeah. So basically, Dennis Hopper makes Riley turn into Snake Bliskin. And he gives him the <laughs> ragtag job to go take his group, and they have to go reacquire Dead Reckoning. Yeah. And then he'll I, get his. I, I like what he gives him when he goes, he's like, okay, I'll give you supplies. Take this Samoan and take this white bitch. Like, yeah. go, get my, go get my bus. You forgot the uh, luchador guy. Oh, yeah, I forgot that guy. That's okay. The guy that died almost immediately after. He, he's, that, that's, why, that's why I didn't mention him because he's forgotten oh, about easily. I, I like the way he died, though, because that fucking. That one priest had his like, head cut off, but mm-hmm. it's still like hanging. It had like the, the veins. Yeah. Still like. Connected to it. And we do like a Dilophosaur fucking attack. <laughs> <laughs> What's my motivation? Uh, You're eating. You're oh, eating. Got You're it. Fling your head forward. <laughs> Does he get shot through the chest and it pops yeah. his head in the back? Yeah, or is it yeah. two face? No, two face hits him with the, gotcha. with the gun. Yeah, Charlie fucking shoots him. Shoots him through the chest. It gets him in, in that, like, somehow they kick the head back to where it's like on his back again. Well, no, he, when he fell forward, when he stood back up, the, hell, the head fell, fell backwards. Uh, and like, shot him through the chest. Peter Jackson dead alive. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah no, Charlie and that, shot him. Yeah, and that scene was the only one where I had complained because of the, the really blurry CG that was happening. Mm-hmm. Other than that, that, that's the only scene I, I don't really like too much. Well, when they're getting the ammunition, when they're getting mm-hmm. the cars and stuff, they do that cool fucking scene because they use the, the flashlight. Yeah. to kind yeah. of scoop through the uh, ammunition area and you see all like the soldiers eating each other yeah. and shit like that. Mm-hmm. That was cool. That was pretty neat. But the, the head throwing yeah. scene, the hungering or hippo scene, two CG. That's awesome. Waka, 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 waka. So meanwhile, all this drama is going on between Cholo and Riley's group and Big Daddy. <laughs> Unbeknownst to nobody... He's leading like a legion of zombies mm-hmm. towards the tower. Mm-hmm. He's somehow seen the tower. You see him put on like an AR-15, like actually strap it on yep. to carry it, like for a long walk. And uh, I always like Dawn of the Dead, where that one guy with the rifle would always just like bumble around with it, holding his hand. But no, 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 Big Daddy would just like puts it on like he's you know soldier of fortune or some shit. For some reason, there's like a cook that picks up the uh, cleaver. It's a butcher. Yeah, the butcher. The butcher. So he gets the cleaver and he's all fucking like, I he hit went, this wall. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. This wall right here. The yeah, he makes him like knock that shit down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, oh, but you yeah. see him like you see the zombies get scared when like that body like yeah is flailing behind the plywood. Well, like all the bodies that are hanging up with targets on him because he's like looking through and then you see like the body comes in a shot and he's like Rrr! yeah. I, like, I oh, think man. I think that was the scene that kind of 
that I wasn't too happy with the downhill. No, well, like <laughs> like your your upset was like the blur, of the CG whenever the head came around and oh, this part's been a downhill. Part. This one, like whenever like whenever the body comes into frame, it's a it's as though they didn't want to have a dummy mm-hmm. for that. They just like CG that in there. So I'm, that's. I think that was. I think that's my scene. I'm just kind of like uh, untested uh, graphics for Dead Island. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, Left it, for Dead too. What, what's great is that it shows that they are learning, though. So slowly but surely. Yeah. That's that's some quick learning though, from the way that, like how much time has passed from the starting point of where they were less uh, than like twelve hours. Yeah, I think. almost twelve hours. Like, like yeah, well maybe less than twelve hours because he's Big Daddy saw. Dead Reckoning heading back towards the tower, and that's what kind of put him on. Yeah. Like, we're mm-hmm. going to go there to get revenge. To get yeah. revenge, to eat, feed. Yeah, to eat and feed. Something. Yeah. But yeah, that, yeah, for them, yeah, just to learn, they're, they're learning too quickly. It took Bub, what, months? Um, when they were down in the, the well, other However long it took them, yeah. Well, let's I'm pretend it's that four-day fucking bullshit they kind of set up with the ending. Yeah. So you had four days of Bub being, like, introduced to domestication, so I don't know, dude. That's That's... We're left for that fucking, like, who knows bullshit. Mm-hmm. But do you want to deal with thinking zombies to that extent? Of, like, Not to that extent. Yeah. Not to that extent. They're like mob mentality. Yeah. 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 It's more, I like, I enjoy more the mob mentality than the the thinking, smart, clever girl, raptor yeah. zombie yeah. mentality. Yeah. Cause I mean, later in, if we fast forward way into the end, you have scenes where he grabs the, the jackhammer mm-hmm. to get through the, uh, Get the window the and all that shit. Well, one he corrects he corrects the gun of the cheerleader. The cheerleader grabs yeah. it. And he corrects the gun. That's, that's too smart. That's yeah. he corrects the gun on the cheerleader. He 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 picks up the jackhammer. Realizes that he could use it for something. It gets unplugged. and He's like, tunk tunk. I can still use this, and he carries it off yeah. with him. Or the putting telling the butcher where to hit. Mm-hmm. You know, just too smart. Yeah, too smart. Yeah, uh, too too genius of a zombie. Yep. You, again, it's it's Bub reincarnate right there, and this whole time when Riley and I mean, they, they, like, what's really going on? I mean, he's hunting down Dead Reckoning. They get the fucking vehicle back. Uh, he gives uh, you know, John Leguizamo's like a free ride. Like him and his buddy go off in that one car, the Woody. Yeah, yeah. So they get that Woody, and they get to go, you know, you know, go, go back. Yeah, and then he, and then Leguizamo gets bit. His buddy's about to shoot him. And he does that scene where he's like, "No, like I always want to see what the other side was like," you know. Mm-hmm. And then Riley's just pretty, pretty much like, you know, they follow the suit of like trying to get over the bridge. They have that bridge scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, like, it was it was fun. I mean, I, that's what sucks about these movies. Like, I remember them being fun and good. I mean, the fucking film looks great. It does. Yeah. Every fucking frame was like really nicely shot. The pre- the premise, the 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 coloring, everything looks good. Yeah. And then after you after you get past the makeup, and after you get past a lot of things, you start to see the stench. You start to see the the body, the landfill. Yeah. It's true. The one that Legozama's filling up with. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, the scenes that. Always stuck out to me was uh, the WMP, double amputee climbing up the dead reckoning. Yeah. Like yeah. super body strength. Like climbing. American Ninja Warrior climbing that, that thing. That was awesome. The yeah. fucking thing was like hauling ass up that goddamn ladder. Was 
they, they like didn't they use that that what that same guy or the that's that same type of zombie for uh, the Dawn of the Dead remake when they're mm-hmm. traveling in the the murder buses? And they did the pipe rack scene. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about the garage scene. No, like no. When after they threw the uh, the 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 butane, not the butane, uh, the propane tank, gotcha. and one catches on and it's like climbing up. Yeah. And it jumps in. I think it does something like that. Some, something similar to that. Yeah. Because I remember the double MP2 being in the, the parking garage when it's stalking yeah. CJ. Yeah. Yeah. It's climbing up over the fence when they're getting gas. Yeah. Remember that. That was cool. But the uh, the main thing that was always a really weird drawback was uh, when the horde lines up at the uh, river. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you see, like, Big Daddy kind of take that first step. To <laughs> it's like they just all stand there and look at <laughs> Followed along afterwards. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's a cool scene to see them come up out of the water. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no bubbles. What, what's the movie? Uh, Shockwaves. When oh, they're yeah. coming up out of the water, the the, the Nazis. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Yeah. And so I, I see that as kind of like a throwback to that movie. Fun homage. Uh, but the lead up to that, uh, garbage. Yeah. yeah. Garbage. Like I said, the the moment they start at, uh, Cholo asked for money, like I said, that's... To me, that's where all reasoning just kind of went out the window for a lot of the <laughs> shit. Like, why do you need the money? Why do you need to do this? Why do you need to do that? What is your reasoning behind this? Because you're not really giving us one, you know? Step one, get underwear. Step two, step three, profit. Yeah. yeah. That's the montage they followed in this movie. Yeah, pretty much. But Because even Hopper, he was over there with his uh, manservant and stuff. And, yeah. You know, the elite fucking people lived in the tower and stuff. It was like, how is he... Yeah. Like anything. Why, why is he the boss? He's not threatening. Yeah. Well, he has fine. He has all our money. But money means not, money, money means nothing. There's yeah, there's a re- I mean there's a reason why like people like the governor and Egan take over because they're ruthless. Yeah. This is Dennis Hopper. Yeah. I'm on a bus. They're not ruling by power. It's more like fuck, I don't know. Like they're still trying to do like like you see the people in the tower. They're all eating at fancy restaurants mm-hmm. and you know mm-hmm. still purchasing yeah. things like at a mall downstairs. <laughs> and that was kind of like ridiculous. Yeah, that was. It doesn't make sense. It didn't make sense. The, the whole currency aspect didn't make sense to me at all. Yeah. Because what was the poverty people's currency? Were they, did they have an allowance or... Yeah, like, was it? Or they found stuff and just bartered? Yeah. That like people passed the same bottle of whiskey around to make rent? Yeah. Go steal it back, pay rent? Riley was being nice, giving him, like, the kid, like, you know, some antibiotics or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, here, take care of your... I mean, I thought Cholo's... When Cholo went through get the the, whisk, the bottles of whiskey and cigars as a way to kind of barter, I thought that was cool because that's rare. Yeah. That's, yeah. like, a rarity thing. Fuck yeah. But the money aspect, I don't... I didn't... That didn't make sense. Yeah. yeah. To like me, you, that didn't make sense. You need to make this amount of money so you can buy your way into the tower. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. kind of like what yeah. Hopper was kind of getting at with him. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, I finally hit that that dollar amount where it can buy me a fucking place here. Mm-hmm. And Hopper kind of looked down like, yeah, I'm not going to ever yeah, have Yeah, there's, there's a waiting list for this. I, I I can't do that. I got a board of directors I need to talk to to be able to do that, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Well, I'm there's sure a vacancy some... next door now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, exactly. I forgot about that scene. That was cool. Yeah. Where the guy hangs himself. Yeah. <laughs> for the, no apparent reason. The, no. And then the, the wife, the, the son wife and the wife. Him. He must have like, got to the last episode of Lost and just said, fuck. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yep. Oh man. I can't wait till you know Stranger Things season two hits. I can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> Done. Done. He's dead. He's out. Did it explain what happened to the son? Now that now I'm thinking about that scene, I don't think they He told the security guard that that's his mess. Okay. No, no, like no, he no, he beat the hell out of him with the 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 tool. Was it? Wait. 
No, he beat the old man with the he tool. He beat the old man. I think but he told the old security. Man bit the bit the kid, and then he told security that's your mess. Yeah, I'm done cleaning. Okay, I'm done cleaning. That's yeah. your mess. So he left. He left the son to the security. Okay, awesome. I mean, those is, there's some good scenes. There's yeah. some cool shit that could have gone more right. Because I mean, when it comes down to scenes where like Dennis Hopper's trying to like gas up his limousine, his manservant's mm-hmm. carrying his bags, and he's got cash that he's trying to run off with, it's like. Where the fuck are you? Like, where, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, where are you planning on going? Yeah, like, oh yeah, yeah. To the casinos. He's gonna go to the casinos. Yeah, Lake Charles. Gonna buy him a nice. He's got a lo- penthouse in DC. Where they still, he's, he's got a long fucking drive then because they're in Florida. Were they in Florida? Yeah. Oh wow. The map. Uh, whenever, whenever uh, I can't remember what scene it is, but there's a map on the back on one of the back walls, and it's a map of Florida. I think was, it's the, the scene where Mouse is at. He's in the docks. Oh, oh was boy. it? Yeah. Sure. There's yeah. There's a scene where there's a map. I can't remember. It might or it might have been the mall or not the mall. The might have been the prison. Yeah. Might have been the prison. I'm not sure, but they are in Florida. So if they if he's going to a fucking casino, well, there's a body of water. He can boat. I'm thinking about how boat. close the bunker then from fucking Day of the Dead must have been because I mean they were at like the bottom near the Keys. Yeah. yeah well, wasn't so. wasn't one of the, the survivors or one of the the military from Day cameoed in there? So no Savini cameoed. No, yeah, I know yeah, Savini. Savini was in it. He came out of Blade. <laughs> yeah, he, well, he they call him Machete. He was Machete. He was a Machete zombie. Oh, gotcha. That's what they had him listed as on the cast. This guy's just been Blade, Machete. Uh, what was this from Dustin Dawn? The Love sec, Gun. Sex, sex, sex Pistol? Mach, sex Machine. Sex Machine. Yeah, from, from Dustin Dawn. I was like, this guy's just had some unique... Same dress code. Leather jacket, leather pants. Yeah. yeah. Knife or gun. Done. Got it. Surprise, uh... Uh, Danny Trejo wasn't in this movie. Um, one of the uh, where, where Woody and that on all the ammunition is one mm-hmm. of the uh, guards there. He was the guy that comes out in uh, Survival of the Dead or Diary of the Dead. Oh yeah. So you see, you see him do a cameo in Land of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Then he gets a full film in Diary of the Dead. Where he has a cameo, a bigger ca- uh, character piece in Diary of the Dead. Okay. And then his fucking Survival of the Dead's just fucking totally based about. His really? character, mm-hmm. which I don't, I don't recommend those two films to anybody. Golly, <laughs> yeah, that's when uh, George Romero decided to go indie and try to make these faux documentary style mm-hmm. uh, zombie films. And yeah, I remember, I remember seeing like the, I don't know if it was a trailer or if it was a review, one of the two, saying that he was doing like mockumentary, documentary kind of bullshit yeah. with those movies. And it's like, uh, I don't know about that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I saw Diary at a friend's house, and I was like, oh, I saw it once. <laughs> the Deaf Farmer was fun. That was it. <laughs> no, it's just there was no reason for those films. So Romero just wanted to. You, you get the Romero fans. They have to have it. Yeah. Yeah. And we talked about that. It's like, do we really want another Carpenter film? Like, do you want him just to kind of say, you know, the Ward and Ghost of Mars were kind of like the low point, and we just kind of baseline at that, you know? Yeah. He fizzled out. Don't make it worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I mean, because we got really fucking close to getting that prequel to Night Living Dead. Mm-hmm. That Ramiro. The 3D one or uh, reanimation? No, the one that Ramiro and his son were wrote, had yeah. wrote and they were trying to crowdfund. Yeah, the, the one you were yeah. talking about at uh, Texas Two. Frightmare. Yeah. Okay, that one. It didn't get crowdfunded and that whole screenplay that Ramiro and his son wrote. Mm-hmm. Shelved. That's it. Shelved. Okay. And that was scary. Because he was trying to do an explanation for the original. As to why. Hit to Ramiro's zombie outbreak. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, shit. 
I don't know. I, I like it being speculative. Well, I remember yeah. they tried to... If, if he really wants to release it, just release it as a book. Yeah. If yeah. anything. That'd yeah. be fun. Because it seems like a lot of his movies lately sound a lot better on paper. Well, yeah. he tried to do like a Patient Zero thing with Day of the Dead Contagium, which was like... It had Ving Rhames in it. It was like a direct-to-DVD mm-hmm. sequel remake of Day of the Dead. Okay. Uh, not good. Uh, pretty much, it's pretty much them ripping off Return of the Dead with like a chemical little uh, steel okay. thing found in it, bursts open, and it's in like in a retard home. Trioxin. Trioxin based things. It's in like a home for like mentally handicapped. ill people, yeah. handicapped people, yeah. Yeah. and it passes around, and only certain people are immune to it, mm-hmm. and that's where it kind of blows up. Ah, okay. And then Ving Rains appears again in Day of the Dead Need to Feed with Nick Cannon and Mina Savari and all of them, and you got Cat, you got Pat Kilbane from Mad TV in there as like Matrix Zombie. Hmm. Terrible, terrible <laughs> stuff. And now you got this other one with the uh, the actor from Vampire Diaries or something like that. Which He's, one? They, they got a new Day of the Dead they're shooting right now. Yeah. Really? And it's got one of the uh, actors from, I want to say Vampire Diaries. He's, He's doing it. it. I don't know. I mean, uh... <laughs> let me see if I can dig up that answer for you. Really While he looks it up, I know there was that one remake 3D that had uh, Sid Haig in it that was also trying to be like a... Patient Zero mm-hmm. type thing, which sucked. Yeah, very, very terrible. Yeah, the <clears throat> unfortunately with these zombies, with the the Romero series, that these were the only ones I that I watched. Like Day was the one, like out of the out of the five of the movies, Days Day was the one that I really didn't care to see. It's a chore. Yeah, it's it, a, it's it, really, it really did. This one, like both of the remakes, I saw. Um. Going on dates with people. Mm-hmm. That's that's the only way I saw those, and the predecessors I saw because I had them. Mm-hmm. So with the, I don't know. I, I I would like a backstory. And do you really need one though? I, I like nice. I like the mystery. I kind of like the mystery. Yeah, I like the mystery of it, but it's always nice to see where they would have gone with it. Okay, but that doesn't stop me from making my own story. Yeah, that's yeah. I think with me, Bruce Campbell said it best. It's what you don't see that causes the nightmares. Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree 100% with that. Uh, so the director is uh, Hector uh, Vicens. Uh-huh. He did a film in 2015 called The Corpse of Anna Fritz. I think they played the festival circus. Mm-hmm. Uh, circuit. I think I remember that <laughs> circus. title somewhere. Uh, for, uh, the title sounds familiar. I don't can't place anything with yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I, think I'm, I, don't think I, I know I haven't seen it, but I may have definitely heard of it. Uh, Day of the Dead is... Filming now, set to release in 2017. Who is it? Oh, shit. Any, so any uh, people in it that are uh, noteworthy? The one guy I know from, I guess he's done a couple of things, is Jonathan Screech or Scratch. Oh, okay. I have yeah. no idea who yeah. that is. He's done like Faces a... Familiar. Yeah, he's done a couple of films. Uh, Prom Night. The um, remake? Yeah. Okay. The remake. Uh, he just came out in a movie called Marauders uh, with Bruce Willis. He's done a lot of direct-to-DVD uh, stuff like that. So then but, he was probably like in Blood Rain 3 uh, and dark, I mean, House of the Dead 3. Exactly. <laughs> uh, dark Circles. Uh, <laughs> tech in the movie. He did an episode, uh, episode of Fear Itself, which was a fun horror show. He yeah. That, that's that's the semi-third that? season to a Masters of Horror. Yeah. And he was actually oh, in a Master of Horror. I thought that was that, I thought that, was that um, uh, reality show. Where they like scared the ever living fuck out of you. No. Which one? No. Oh no, no, no. The scare one that tactics. Was on sci-fi? Scare, no, scare tactics. tactics. Yeah, that's no. what I that for some reason that's what I thought that was. I was like, really? I don't know. Yeah, it has a female actress, uh Sophie Skelton, who comes out in Outlander. I mean, it's really nothing too too noteworthy. 
But uh, yeah, so a lot of no names. So, really. Sounds very promising. Yeah, it doesn't sound promising. And the synopsis is very bleak and simplistic. Uh, yeah. And another bunker. Yeah. Zombies bunker <laughs> hot topic. People are in a shelter overrun by zombies. I was like, oh, a one sentence <laughs> synopsis. <laughs> That's never good. Yeah. That's never good. It's a. I heard it'll make a great coaster though. <laughs> oh man, I would love to have another coaster. Make I got a best. stack of them. How many of them are said by Rob Zombie? Too many. Yeah. <laughs> Too all, many. Every single Rob Zombie. One. <laughs> I almost, think they're they're, they're giving away the uh, the witch one uh, still book at Target the other day. Are you serious? Yeah, still <laughs> book uh, Blu-ray. I think it was like six ninety nine, seven ninety nine. Oh shit! And I was the, just like, eh, uh, Lords of know. Salem still book is five bucks at Target now. There you go. See, what the fuck? I was just like, really? They're giving that shit away? I was like, fuck, Rutgers. God damn! I'm I'm glad I watch I watched that as a downloaded movie. Good, <laughs> you looked out. Good. I, think, I, I read the goddamn I can't remember, book. I I remember watching watching with Sammy and Nate whenever they were still at Skyhawk. Like I remember watching it then whenever I was living with them, and I was just like, "Good God, I'm glad I didn't buy this movie." Yeah. Dude. Did, did they buy it or was it good? No, they they had downloaded it. Gotcha. I think I think they got a hold of like a uh, digital copy from somebody. Gotcha. Good. So I was like, fuck, glad you spent the money. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. What do you think, man? Should we just rush into our final thoughts on this film? Uh, outside of Liguizamo getting his revenge, that's really it. Yeah. The movie was really lackluster. And had, we have the ending scene of like the, the zombie mafia and then Taking uh, over Riley the and his crew kind yeah. of parting ways, like mm-hmm. giving like res- much respect, gang signs, and they kind of yeah, part ways. Like that nod. The nod, like the what's up nod, throw the crips and blows up. That's it. Yeah. You save your people, I save mine. And yeah. Yeah. And then the end. Boom, 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 boom. Um, I guess I'll start off real fast. Uh, final <laughs> thoughts. Um, I enjoyed this film a lot when I first saw it. It was, uh, it was nice to go back into Romero's little fucking uh, zombie world. You know, they weren't running. They were thinking. And... It was appreciated solely due because, I mean, I, I guess we were in the era of 28 Days Later and stuff like that. Yeah. So it was nice to see a straightforward zombie film. And with us never really <clears throat> getting a true return to the uh, zombies a la uh, Return of the Living Dead, it was nice to come back to Romero's world. And uh, the acting was fun. Uh, the screenplay was, yeah, it had its holes. Yeah. But they did some fun things that were uh, cool to see on film. Um, this is kind of like that bridge area before that true decline with the uh, Fodox, uh survival and diary that I don't really recommend. I really don't return to, but occasionally I do own the Blu-ray for Land of the Dead, and I do pop it in every now and then just to kind of return and revisit that world. But yeah, quickly I, I realized that uh, the Big Daddy and the thinking scenario just kind of Man, it really just, it's a buzzkill for me sometimes if I'm not in the mood for it. Yeah, that's um, understandable. Ralph, what do you think, dude? Um, this movie, like I said, I saw it back whenever it got released in 2005. It was entertaining for what it was. Um, and I agree with you, it does have its plot holes. Like, I don't understand the reason for the $6 million. I don't understand the reason for wanting to go back. I don't understand the reason to want to... Well, I can understand the reason we wanted to stay there, but um, I think one of one of my one of the other complaints I or one of the complaints that I that really didn't make any sense to me is, oh, they the 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 uh, 
sky flowers don't affect them anymore. Let's just shoot them all off now. Well, they don't affect them in that area. Yeah. That it's only that area that they don't work on now. It's not like they're a hive mind. They you. It, it's not like they all learn because they were all within the same vicinity as the big daddy. Yeah. Like you can still fucking use them later. Yeah. <laughs> well, they work until you touch your shoulder. Like you touch your shoulder. <laughs> they and then, transfer consciousness. <laughs> and then like you know it's like. Allah, um, we're still eating. Uh, Allah, Mass Effect Two. Assuming direct control. <laughs> Bring me Shepard. But like this movie, it was fun for what it was. I enjoyed it for what it was. But like you said, it does have its plot holes. It's a visually amazing movie. I, I loved the gore. Watching the the silhouette of the hand. Oh yeah. Being split in two. Oh, that made that made my hand hurt when I saw it in the theaters. But it, it it's a decent movie. It, I liked it more than Day. Like yeah. I, I'm as much. I'm sure there's people that love Day, and I know I'm probably getting hate for all of it. But I just feel as though Day really just dropped the bar on everything. So, and that's where I'm gauging all these movies from. It's better than Day. It's better than Day. Yeah. <laughs> and nah, this this movie, I, I feel it got what it deserved. Um. The sequels, thank God I never watched them, but it sounds like they didn't do so hot after this movie, really. Yeah. Like, once once this remake was released, pretty much everything went downhill, which was unfortunate. Granted, I'm still glad Romero got paid for Call of Duty <laughs> whenever he did the cameo for the zombie oh, portion yeah. of it. Savini did it, too. Is Savini? Yeah. What, what, what was, was he in that one? We had Romero, Michelle, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Robert yeah. Unglund, yeah. Tom Savini. Or what? No, no, that was Danny my... Trejo. It was Danny Trejo. Dre- oh, okay. uh, Trejo, Roker. Um, what talking about voices or the playable characters? The playable characters. Romero was like the big boss zombie. Yeah. in it, but the playable characters was Geller, England, Trejo, and Roker. Okay. Wow. Yeah, those are your four. Savini wasn't in it. Granted, Savini would have been amazing in it. I could have sworn I would have loved. I probably got him confused with one of the other. Characters. Probably. No, I would have loved for Savini to be in it. You know, hell, I would have. Alternate between Romero and Savini. Like, if you had managed to kill Romero, have Savini come in with him. He's the backup? (laughs) Have him as his backup dressed with his blades. (laughs) Chains or blades? Um, I don't know. I kind of like them as blades. Okay. Either the machete zombie, one of the two. Yeah. But, no, the the movie, this movie, I enjoyed it. So, it was was a fun time when I saw it. It was a fun time whenever I got to rewatch it. And it was a fun time when I got to see it now. Like it does have its plot holes, but outside of that, it's it's a decent movie. Gotcha. So, Aaron, uh, when I first saw it, I thought it was great. Just like the gore, special effects, practical effects, all of that. I thought it was I thought it was great, especially when I saw Simon Pegg. Uh, watching it again, and I've watched it a few times before, but I never really paid attention. It's just been like background noise. Watching it again and really watching it, yeah, that's when I start to see the plot holes, and they kept getting bigger. And they kept getting bigger, and they kept getting bigger. Yeah. And uh, the movie's still fun if you're not thinking about things. But the whole currency thing, the smart zombies, I think this movie was great if it was more of like uh, uh, upper class versus lower class. Yeah. Instead well, of... That was like a very small subplot. It was very, a very, it was a very small subplot, but that's what drove Cholo to yeah. do what he wanted to do. and. Yeah. What drove Riley to kind of do what he wanted to do, so it was there. And but they, to me, this felt like uh, like a movie that had too many subplots 
mm-hmm. that just clashed and just didn't make sense. Currency, that was a bad subplot. Smart zombies, I think that they I think they were advancing them too too fast, too quickly to make the movie seem interesting. Bub 2.0 wasn't accepted for you. This was they went from they went from Bub one to like Bub 8.0. Yeah, with no explanation, no you know, no show of like advancement. Well, nobody was showing him a book, or nobody was yeah. presenting him with like obstacles to do. It was like uh, yeah. he kind of just They're like there's no trial and error. Up. There's no trial and error at all. Yeah, and the fact that that uh, Big Daddy went from holding a gun to showing the cheerleader how to hold the gun correctly and to fire it. Yeah, that was too advanced mm-hmm. for him showing where the butcher to, to really like chop the door or the plank down. Yeah, that was too advanced. Uh, to knowing what water is and going in water and walking. Yeah, that that was a Great visionary, you know, visual effect when they're coming about the water, but knowing that aspect, that's too advanced for zombies. Yeah, like would the river have had an undertow that would just carry? That would were there sharks in there? I mean, Fulci proved that sharks exist and they can fight zombies. Smell the rotted meat. But uh, yeah, they can smell the blood from a mile away. But uh, it's just those things kind of start ruining for me. Yeah, and you'll kind of touch upon you know with this land of the dead versus day of the dead. Yeah. If I have to go on a versus and pick one over the other, I'm going to go with Day. Yeah. Just because the visual effects, the soundtrack, the scenery, all that stuff is just so far more impressive than John Leguizamo and that movie he did with Dennis Hopper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I, I kind of have to stand on that that fence with that one. Uh, and it's uh, it's fun, but you can't take it. I can't take it seriously anymore. The, the plot holes are like giant sinkholes. Mm-hmm. And once you notice it, it's kind of hard to kind of pull away. I gotcha. gotcha. So, so with that being said, uh, I did throw this out to our listeners. Since we're wrapping up Romero, uh, what's your favorite Romero zombies? You know, that that type of thing. And a friend of the show, Iffy, said Night of the Living Dead and Dawn, the classics. Mm-hmm. Those, are the, those are his best ones. He hated Diary of the Dead and Survival, which mostly everybody does. Uh friend of mine, Erica Burden, she, lo- she liked Land of the Dead, and she liked it because it's John Leguizamo's best movie. Huh. And she didn't hate Dire of the Dead, but Survival of the Dead was just stupid. Uh, comic book artist Chris Foreman said that uh, he likes Snyder's Dawn of the Dead remake. That's his favorite. Uh, I kind of have to keep reminding him that that's also half of James Gunn's work. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's not just Snyder. A uh, friend of the show, uh, Daryl Searcy, uh, he also enjoyed uh, Snyder's On a Dead remake, and uh, he also likes the original, wow. Night of the Living Dead too. There you go. So, uh, you know, thanks guys for uh, peeping in your uh, your thoughts and your opinions on it. Uh, but yeah, overall, what's y'all's favorite Romero zombie? What's the, what's the number one out of uh, all of them? Mine's, I'm gonna stick with Dawn. That's my number. You stick one. with Dawn remake yeah. or classic? Uh, classic. Classic. Yeah, I wish I could go remake, but uh, yeah, I just find more wealth. Uh, Entertainment wise for me for Dawn. Okay. You know, I start getting into that uh, Land of the Dead feel where I start seeing plot holes and the wish, uh, woulda, coulda, shoulda mm-hmm. uh, for the remake. But uh, yeah, for some reason, the Dawn classic just it holds true for my uh, my taste. Your taste? Ralph? Um, I'm going to have to side with Jeff on this one as well. Dawn, the original, uh, that was actually one of my first zombie movies I've ever seen. So it has mm-hmm. that nostalgia feel for it. Um, I didn't actually get to watch the rest the rest of them. Well, I, well, I saw 
I saw Night of the Living Dead with Nate mm-hmm. whenever me and him started hanging out a lot. And then the other two, the remakes, I'd seen them whenever they were coming out in theaters. The original Dawn is are all in that one. I've <laughs> appreciated that one a lot more because it's mm-hmm. one of my first and it's one of my favorites. Okay. But yeah, no, I'd have to go with that one. For me, it's got to be the remake of Night, mm-hmm. Savini's Night. I just, I don't know, the farmhouse feel, the isolation the hordes coming to them and them being surrounded in a small atmosphere. I think the tension, the actors, Tony Todd, mm-hmm. uh, just adds a lot of the element that makes things, that makes zombies terrifying. And that's what I kind of like. Gotcha. With the mall, you have a bigger setting, so you got more room to kind of roam around in and kind of free roam with the house. You're com- you're confined to a small location, and that makes it more terrifying. Yeah, it's a great classic story. So, And then the special effects, Savini's special effects. That, that's just top-notch. So, yeah, the Savini remake is a, is my favorite. That's and that's the only one I don't own on DVD anymore. Is that one? Um, I looked into that Australian release. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a blue tint on the Twilight release. That's okay. why a lot of fucking cinephiles have a problem with the Twilight release. The color correction is damn near spot on what people want mm-hmm. on the Australian release, and it's region free. So that seems to be. Is it worth the forty bucks? Hell no. But it's it seems to be like the best uh, choice to yeah. go. Is that a Nightly Dead remake release that has the uh, little triangle? Yeah, because I remember uh, at TFW Severn had that forty bucks. God, that's ridiculous. I don't think it's worth forty bucks. I say no. twenty bucks easy. Because yeah. I was trying to talk the guy down to to less, and he he wouldn't budge. Wouldn't budge. Yeah. He wouldn't budge at all. You but, work on your haggling skills, sir. No, no, like no, he, like he, his excuse was that that those aren't his movies. He's just he's just selling them for Arrow, even though Arrow was like four boots down. Yeah, hmm. should have went to should have went over his head and went to the source and be like, hey. I asked Arrow too. I asked Arrow, and Arrow was like, yeah, they bought them from us. So, yeah, he's just spinning a circle, yeah, pretty much. But yeah, but yeah, that's that's the only one I don't own. I own both day remakes or day, uh, day sequels. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't own Diary or uh, Survive just because they're trash. Um, but yeah, that's the, the remake, the 90 remake is the only one I don't own anymore. I used to own the DVD. I gotcha. just ended up selling it during bad times. Gotcha, man. Uh, so. It's all good. Those are my thoughts. Awesome. Um, I guess as we come to a close on the Ramiro series, it's awesome that this man is a godfather of horror. It's awesome that he did give us uh, the Dead series. It's an awesome saga, uh, specifically the night, dawn, and day. Uh, Land is a treat, survival, and diary, obviously. You know, they're For fi- us, not so much. They're films. Much. You know, they're, they're there. They're in the, you know, they're they're in the... Uh, part of that is, universe, yeah, part of that yeah, world. It is, it's, exactly. It's, it exists. Yeah. Um, But as we come to a close, I mean, fuck, dude. Uh, you can't go wrong with these films. I'm so glad that they are being taken to the points where they are being remade and appreciated still to this day. Uh, you don't see that same kind of love for uh, the Return of the Living Dead zombies. You did mm-hmm. for a little bit there, but they were done as complete failures in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, sequels? Yeah, the yeah. four and five. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Necropolis and Rave of the Dead. Rave to the Grave. Yeah, Rave to the Grave. Yeah, so for this uh, being one of the sole zombie series to actually be upheld and... Like uh, Aaron said, you know, even the remake for Night uh, trumps even the original. Uh, for me, it does. Yeah, it, it, it just speaks true to what Ramiro had kind of laid claim for uh, the horror genre. 
No, he he set out the groundwork for the zombies yeah. that we know today. Like, granted, he didn't call them zombies, or he didn't originally. They call them ghouls. They call they called them ghouls originally. Yeah, and then like the names kept changing throughout the movies, and I think, yeah. I think in um, uh, land they called them stenchers. Yeah, for like yeah, they did. A, a yeah, couple they of did. lines they yeah. called them walkers, but they did call them stenchers. I remember and, that. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what they called them in day. I want to say it was still stenchers. Well, they kept they they would like they would be like no these assholes these pricks they they would call them like derogatory names yeah so it wasn't really like a like a, they had a consistent name, name for, for them they didn't have that and I think in dawn they were just like called the dead yeah the dead but these roamers they're called roamers in dawn remake because Ving Graham said these roamers out there oh, ah gotcha. okay but this line like you said lay, uh, laid the groundwork for what everybody's going crazy over these mm-hmm. days which is like you know Walking Dead Fear the Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. I mean, even to some extent, like, uh, you know, Guillermo del Toro's The Strain and stuff like that. I mean, a lot of these things mm-hmm. are preluded to the uh, menacing idea, horde mentality of, uh, you know, impending doom from, you know, like apocalyptic, you know, hordes and shit. Did any of y'all play the, the game? Cause the only reason why I'm bringing this up is because when I watched Land, they had a commercial for the game. That was before it. Yeah, I... I own uh, on the original Xbox. It was a uh, Land of the Dead Fiddler's Green. Yeah. yeah, is that any? It's not good. Not good at all. I, it was a. Uh, I, I guess just the people that published it just didn't do great. But what I did appreciate is that uh, what I do remember is he had to do uh, an actual headshot to mm-hmm. kill the zombies. Okay, and I thought that was kind of cool. So with us doing now finishing the the Romero, and with a journalized basis on zombies, like what is your favorite type of zombie? Do you prefer like the runners from? 28 days later, do you prefer these zombies that Romero established? Do you prefer like the Walking Dead ones where they just kind of they have like a little bit of a sprint to them? Yeah. Like, what? What? Which one do you? Would y'all prefer? Shit. Like, what? What is y'all's favorite? Because obviously, we just finished this. Well, I mean, like so. to to <laughs> exist with zombies apocalypse wise, I would prefer Romero's zombies. Mm-hmm. I think you can mm-hmm. still you can still work a job. And, yeah, you know, to well, some extent. So well, well, it's it's shown it's made obvious. One hit kills with one hit kills with Romero zombies. You yeah. hit them in the head, they're dead. Yeah. With return zombies, good <laughs> God, you got to get in a spaceship to get off the damn planet. Yeah. <laughs> damn. Because I mean, I even like I didn't even like Returning Dead Two, and like they used the electrocution being a way of killing them. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of like with a, the Michael Jackson zombies. Yeah. <laughs> that was a cheap ploy <laughs> because the original Returning Dead, it like like Aaron said, like man, like. Every little piece would come after you. Yeah. And that's, mm-hmm. I think that's the most horrific zombie mm-hmm. that's been shared with us, I guess, in the zombie universe. But the Romero one, yeah, unless you like really hit a big horde a la Walking Dead, yeah, I mean, you could kind of roam around and still exist to some mm-hmm. extent. Even if, even if they're all the ones that learn a little bit? The learning ones, Romero-esque, yeah, I'd be kind of fearful of that. Yeah. Because I guess if you, if you pissed off a horde, I guess they could ultimately come after you and hunt yeah. you down. I've noticed also that nothing ever hit that zombie. Which Big one? Daddy. No, he got shot a few times. Did he? Because yeah, I don't remember shot. him ever getting hit with anything. Whenever they broke down the fence and yeah. they're walking through like the killing off all the military, yeah. he gets plugged a few times in the chest. He gets shot in the same spot twice. Oh, really? And then he just keeps walking. Not a headshot, but he keeps, like he takes like two to the chest. Because I, oh, like, okay. I like to see when Lake Zombo's getting capped over and over and over mm-hmm. again. And Dennis Hopper thinks he's taking him out. And then he finally sees the reveal of the... Yeah. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, no, yeah. Like, his Freddy face, <laughs> his Freddy face, like because it's like all starting to melt and mm-hmm, bubble yeah. up and everything. I think, yeah, 
I'm probably, I don't know, I kind of like the Walking Dead ones, but I do like the slower ones preferably. Because at least that way, like you said, you can you can still operate around shit. Mm-hmm. Granted, it'd be cool to see the ones that run, just to watch them. But <laughs> would I want to be there? Nah, fuck no. no. And fuck the Marvel zombies. Oh yeah. Well, they're, they're, like, <laughs> they're, they're, they're the same return zombies, almost the same, just with powers. Yeah, they have superpowers though. <laughs> fuck oh, that. <laughs> hey, DC zombies got it too. Yeah, I know. Blackest Night. Is it? Is it the return ones? I thought it was. They're running. They're talking. Still have a cognitive. Uh, okay. Well, I, I think the one I'm thinking, I think, yeah, I think the one I'm going off of is like the uh, entire like Ash versus the Marvel zombies thing. Yeah, like same, same, almost same aspect yeah. because they were talking, they were still communicating, communicating, and Return Zombies did that too. Send more police, send more paramedics. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. I completely forgot about that. And they were running and tackling the paramedics and everything. So, mm-hmm. they, so they still had that that running thought process mentality. Yeah, that which made which makes them more insane to deal with. Yeah, I just love how the the genres, the zombie genres, always being able to tackle into like that ultimate fear of like being eaten alive, mm-hmm. or like the rage zombies uh, things from Twenty Eight Days Later, where you would literally just get stomped the shit out of by yeah. this like adrenaline freak fucking, yeah. you know, ape like mentality just going to overload on you. Yeah, some crazy shit. I don't then know. you have the World War Z zombies, which don't fuck with you unless you're sick. It's like an ocean of zombies. Yeah. Oh. Like fucking linebacker fucking mentality. Holy ass, jump in! It's like fuck. Get the helicopter. Make a ladder. So it's like it's like Sandman of the Dead. Just yeah, um, yeah. Fuck waves. that. Just waves. No, I love fuck. when they have the the wall over the city. You see yeah. this amp pile up. Yeah. All over it. Cool. I hope we never review Boise. But we will if they ever do a sequel. Yeah. We'll, we'll cover both of them yeah. for the audience. Yeah. Awesome. Well, it comes down to that fucking part of the show, people. Oh, yeah? <laughs> so sad. So sad music. Yep. This was... I, this, the beginning of this episode, eh? Like, we had to talk about day, but once we got out of day, I think it was pretty enjoyable. Hell, even talking about it felt like a chore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like we kind of went off and talked about other things so we could kind of, like, alleviate yeah. the... Well, it's, the, it's the tail end of Romero. Yeah. yeah. It's the tail end of Romero zombies. So. And um, that means it's the tail end of our series of uh, the Dead series, people. So from all of us to all of you, this is Jeff. This is Aaron. And this is Ralph. Keep it scary. Thank you for listening to Deep in the Horror of Texas. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. If you like what you hear, please leave a review on the iTunes or Stitcher radio app. And above all, remember to keep it scary.